Have you written a book? You can become a published author with Dorrance Publishing, the nation's oldest publishing services company. Countless authors have trusted Dorrance for nearly a hundred years to bring their book to the market. Our professional team will edit your text, design your book pages, and create an appealing, eye-catching custom cover. Plus, our authors benefit from a custom book promotion marketing campaign that makes your book available where people buy books, like Amazon and brick-and-mortar bookstores. So make this free call right now to claim your free author's guide to publishing. Don't wait another day. Take one step closer to realizing your dream of becoming a published author and seeing your name in print. You've already written a book, so the next thing to do is make this free call right now to Dorn's Publishing and get your free guide to publishing. Call right now. 800-485-6003. 800-485-6003. That's 800-485-6003. Jeez Louise, Rick Tittle with you. I always wonder, like, the guy, and I love the guy, his name's Pedro, but his seat is always all the way up, and he's not that short, like, he's four foot three. And people always accuse me of being, like, deaf because my headsets are so, <laughs> they're so loud. But uh, he takes the cake for sure. But you know what? No one cares. You know what they want? They want entertainment. I want winners. I I can't work without them. I'm Mike Singletary. <clears throat> Coach, doesn't Coach Sing sound like a uh, someone who'd be like, Do, Re, Mi, Fa, Sol, La, Ti, Do. Hello, children. I'm Coach Sing. Actually, I had a uh, dance instructor when we were in sixth grade. We were told how to waltz and foxtrot. You think I'm kidding? They said the, the ladies will be sitting down. You go over and you offer out your elbow, and then they take your elbow. It's like we were courtesans at Versailles. Anyway, his name, he says, hello, my name is David Kasdan. And we're like, David Kasdan. He had the goatee. This is, you know, 1973 or whatever. He goes, my name is not Dammit Trashcan. We're like, wow, well, now it is. And so my older brother had to go through the same thing. And I go, I had David Kasdan today. He goes, you mean damn it, trash can? This is what I'm here for. We're going to talk about my memories from sixth grade. We're also going to talk to Sean Stewart, producer of the new Willie Mays documentary on HBO. We'll have media personality, Dr. David Friedman. Ken Cosrow, producer on Hard Knocks, uh, in season with the cards. Creator Mark Ramsey for his new podcast. And actor Isadora Ortega for her new film. And in between your calls at 1-800-878-PLAY. 1-800-878-7529. Big shout out to our military listening, both home and abroad as well. You're doing a great job. Stay safe. Come home soon. We got three hours. Let's kick it off. Damn it, Trashkin on the other side. Ask. 
at the United States Postal Service. We're here to deliver fast and reliable service to help you get holiday ready. We offer free package pickup and deliver free shipping supplies to your address. So whether you're in Garland, Texas, Rudolph, Wisconsin, or anywhere in between, we're making it easier for you to spread festive cheer this holiday season. USPS, delivering for America. For all your holiday needs, including info about free shipping supplies, free package pickup availability and restrictions, go to usps.com slash holidays. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your or airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. Thanks to Total Wine, you saved more on all the gifts for the ones you adore. Wine spirits, beers all nestled on shelves. Got some advice from our helpful elves. Oh, so, so many gifts to explore when you go, go to Total Wine and more. Bottles so delightful, whoa, whoa, whoa. Priced so amazingly low, low, low. Bring more joy to your world when you find what you love and love what you find. Always lowest prices at Total Wine and more. Titillating Sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, genius, the best show ever. He's so wonderful, titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a he's so handsome, he's a genius. Thank you for that, and welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast-to-coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's great to welcome to the show filmmaker Sean Stewart has produced the HBO uninterrupted documentary called Say Hey, Willie Mays, which is uh, out now. And uh, 
Sean, welcome to the show. You know, we think about things in our past, like the Negro Leagues and the New York Giants and some of the all-time greats that we never got to see. And then here's Willie Mays right there in front of us, at 91 years old, and it's a direct connection. He's still with us, one of the all-time greats. And I guess I don't even need to ask why you made this documentary. It should have been like, uh, what took so long, right? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Rick. I appreciate it. Um, I'll tell you what took so long. It was interesting. Uh, when when uh, my producing partner, Colin Hanks, and I uh, finished a, a 30 for 30 short film with the Giants, we looked at the landscape of, of what was out there for our beloved team and uh, immediately knew that we had to t- make, a, make a play to try to get the Willie Mays doc made. We found out many had tried and many had failed. W- Willie's one of these guys who... I think at his core, doesn't believe there needs to be a documentary about his life. Um, he comes from a place, uh, I think, as the, the first real, true black American superstar, uh, where he grew up in a, in a community, in a, in a world in, in, in Alabama during the Jim Crow South, where, where I think he actually, you know, truly doesn't, doesn't think that, uh, you know, these types of things are important. Um, that the idea of, of raising himself onto a pedestal, the, the ego is not there in a way that, uh, is astonishing. Um, so, you know, it was a real struggle to get him to say yes. Uh, but we put this great team together with LeBron James, our incredible director, Nelson George, and, uh, you know, my producer partner, Colin Hanks, and Glenn Zipper, and myself. And from there, we were able to, able to get him to, to, to acquiesce and, and, and join up. I've had the pleasure uh, over the years to encounter him now and then, and, and you're right. He's, he's a very quiet guy, and I remember at Candlestick, I was in his box. This is mid-'90s. And uh, he, he didn't say a whole lot, but his wife, May Mays, was there, and there was someone there talking about how they just had a child born. And then they told me two weeks later this giant box came from Nordstrom, and May Mays sent, like, 20 expensive baby outfits. And I think a lot of people don't know about how important May was to that relationship. I think they still live in that same house in Atherton that they bought 50 years ago, right? They do. They do. And May, May, has, May has since passed away, but... She was his rock. Um, uh, I got to ask you: When you visited, did he have a Barker lounger in the, uh, in the uh, suite at that point? Get his name on it, like in the movie. He did not, but he was with okay. he was with Sarge. He always drove him everywhere. Sarge was his yeah, guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's funny. You know, we we uh, the first time we met Willie was was in a same a similar setting. Uh, we flew up there for the final kind of uh, blessing from Willie and, and sat and watched a, a baseball game with him in the the fall of 2019, and, you know, you tell that story about them sending that gift to that child, you know, I think one of the big themes in this movie is this theme of, of taking care of others, and I think it's an important theme right now for us in our country and kind of what we're all uh, looking at and going through, and, and for Willie, I think one of the biggest things is taking care of, of, of the younger generation of the kids. Um, you know, one of my favorite anecdotes from that's not in the movie that I experienced while making this movie you know, Willie grew up in Alabama playing baseball uh, under segregation, and he said that some of his fondest memories were, were, were being on the field, uh, playing with, with black and white kids on the field at the same time, and they, the games would constantly get broken up because of the laws down there. Uh, but, you know, he said and, and, and has always relayed, you know, I think the, the, the purest version of humanity is, is children. And, and, and he loves to, and, and you see it in the film, loves to be in Harlem buying ice cream cones and playing stickball with the kids, um, never said no to an autograph, was constantly surrounded by kids walking him into the stadium, 
always took time after games to walk up to try to motivate and inspire that younger generation. And, and there's just something special about how he approaches the world. He and his wife approached the world, uh, or wife did approach the world, and, and it's just he's a He's, he's the genuine article and a real special, uh, you know, I think character in in American sports and, and cultural uh, lore here. You know, it's interesting. Sometimes, you know, being on the other side of a, you know, like Everson Walls giving up the catch or Craig Elo giving up Jordan's shot. I don't think I ever would have heard yeah. of Vic Wirtz if he <laughs> if he didn't hit that ball, right? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, we all, you know, we we all. Whether it's you know Branca giving up the shot heard around the world, or or Wirtz hitting that ball, uh, you know it, it is fun to see kind of these people that play that clip note. We got to watch it this year with Aaron Judge, who's going to be the person to give up, you know, sixty, sixty one, uh, and, and, and beyond. You know, these people end up as part of uh, part of the, the story and the, the tapestry of, of the narrative of these important moments. What do you think his numbers would have been if he had not gone into the Army? I mean, it's just amazing what he did, even with that time off. Yeah, I mean, that was, that was prime time for him, too, right? That, that would have been potentially another 30 to 40 home runs in that season. Um, you know, he, he puts the number for Candlestick at around you know, 10, I think, in the film that he would have had if he weren't playing in that ballpark. But um, being a Northern California native, and, and you've seen games there, growing up there and seeing a lot of games, that ballpark is a home run black hole. Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually think he underestimates that. But, I mean, probably I would say without that military service and adding in kind of uh, candlestick, you know, you probably would look at, you know, another season, season and a half of home run totals for him. That would have, would have brought those numbers up. A guy I've known a long time, and if you're a NorCal guy, you certainly know John Shea. And I had him on the oh, yeah. I had him on the show, and he wrote the the recent biography, and he just talked about the access. And you know, it took decades for Mays to kind of like not so much trust him, but just realize he was a good writer and he was going to do a good job. And I know that uh, John was part of this too, right? Yeah, John. John's a Willie Whisperer. Um, he he, along with uh, Malcolm Heineke, who's uh, who's Willie's right hand man, and Renee, who's there with him every day. Uh, John's one of these guys who understands the fabric of Willie uh, as well as anyone. Um, and and he was one of our consulting producers, uh, like you mentioned, wrote the book on Willie and with Willie, uh, and and really understands you know the waypoints of his career and his life in a way that. I think really helped bring this movie to light. So John, John, John's been an incredible resource for us and, and the film throughout. Finally, when you think about doing a deep dive on him, and we, we all know the highlights and the teams he played for, and, and uh, you know Ted Williams bowing down, everyone bowing down, but what about those things that we didn't know about, like the, the barnstorming days and some of those other things that are kind of under the radar? Yeah, I mean, honestly, we could have done uh, a multi-part on Willie, and we could have spent probably, uh, I would say, an hour uh, living in the world of, of the Negro Leagues and the barnstorming and what he was learning at those formative ages and Monty Irvin. Uh, Monty Irvin is a Hall of Famer who uh, is you know, probably one of the most important uh, resources in his young career. Um, I think about, I don't know if Monty is a Hall of Famer, but Monty is a legend uh, in, in baseball and was one of Willie's most important advisors in those early days. Um, and, and, you know, we, we probably could have spent a, a lot more time there. I and mean, in initial cuts, we did. And, you know, we really wanted to make this a, a nice, tight 90 minute movie uh, that people who were baseball fans and non baseball fans alike 
could step in and, and, and really enjoy this movie. Uh, whether you were there for Willie and Baseball or you were just there for a great documentary about an incredible character. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's, there, there's so much that was left on the cutting room floor with this incredible story of Willie. Yeah, it's funny, like with my own eyes, when I saw him with the Mets and he had gray hair and, and he looked like he was 60, and I remember thinking, God, that guy's so old. And that was in 1973. It was just, a, he was still getting it done. There's no doubt. Everybody needs to check out this documentary from Uninterrupted and HBO. It's called Say Hey, Willie Mays. And we're speaking with the producer, Sean Stewart. Great doc, Sean. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks, Rick. Appreciate it. Have a great one. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. We'll come on back. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bone. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the U.S. 
USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800 437 8217. 800 437 I wish you would try and slap Rick Tittle's mama's face. He would clown you. Thank you for that. What is that all about? Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Dr. David Friedman. He has a new book called Funny Bones, True Tales of a Chiropractor That Will Crack You Up. Get it? Dr. Friedman, welcome to the show. And um, I don't normally think of, of your field as a uh, hotbed of comedy, but you beg to differ, don't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, from, from children to the elderly to married banter to celebrities, there's a lot of laughs that take place in 30 years. So I'm excited to share that all in palm of people's hands. You get three decades of laughs, hilarity, and dad jokes that even moms can appreciate. <laughs> so a lot of celebs... Um, you know, Travolta, Val Kilmer, Paul Newman. What was it like putting your hands on, on one of the uh, the great leading men of all time? Oh, such a gracious person. I mean, it just so I found that the A-list actors seem to be nicer and kinder, and when you get to the B and the C's, they get little feed-me-grapes kind of, you know, uh, self-entitlement. It's like, I don't know if they're upset because they never became the A's, but when you're at the A's, I think you got nowhere to go but down, so you better be nice to people. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, I don't know how kiss and tell this is, but can you give us an example of somebody who was, let's just say, rude? Oh, jeez. Hmm. I think that everybody would agree that's worked on uh, films. Uh, Donald Sutherland, not the nicest guy. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then uh, Martin Lawrence, great great when they yell action, but not the sweetest, funniest guy you'd want to <laughs> hang out with. And, and it's shocking, but you know what that means? They're good actors, because when they yell action, they're not who they really are, so I love that. You know, when they play kind, funny people, and then they're kind of like jerks, it's like, you're a great actor. <laughs> so when you got done with the massage, did Donald Sutherland do the body snatcher? And oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I just found out this morning that my book was banned in Hawaii. I couldn't believe it. What? Come to find out Hawaii doesn't allow loud laughter. The law demands you limit humor to aloha. <laughs> my book goes way above with a very loud ha. It's pretty good. Why? Why is it that I remember my doctor telling me, and I didn't know this that that chiropractors they're they're not in the MB, the A, the AMA they're they're like witch doctors. Why? Why is it that chiropractors have been shunned? Oh, those that's an old question that was uh, kind of faded out 30, 20 years ago. It's like saying, why aren't the American Dental Association part of the American Podiatry Association? It's not what we do. Mm. 
you know, so we're not a member of the AMA, but you know what? And there's not one medical doctor, not one, that's a member of the American Chiropractic Association. They're, <laughs> what's wrong? Are they quacks? Why can't they be part of that? They're not allowed. There must be something <clears throat> wrong with those folks. And again, I, I'm from a family of medical doctors, so I know what firsthand what a chiropractor did for me, saved me from surgery, and lo and behold, I've got a lot of orthopedic surgeons that aren't my best friends in town. Why? Because I'm doing a good job. I'm keeping people from getting cut on like I was. So I'm paying it forward, and it's exciting to, to see people. Oh, I had a lady walk out. She's been using a cane for nine years. I worked on her, and then I came back in the room about a half hour later, and there was the cane against the wall. She mm. left it. Wow. And I mean, I just stared at that and go, wow, this is a great job. She forgot her cane. That's, so, that, that's what it's all about. So this is, I know that when I went to Lourdes, people had thrown their crutches up into the grotto. So you're basically the Lords of the United States? Yeah, I don't know if I'd call it that, but I'd call it the, uh, the, the, the best crack house in town. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the about, what do you think about some of these other uh, more functional things like Bowen? What do you think of that? Beanie Bowen what? Bowen bow and arrow? <laughs> I think it's good. Good for the, the core muscles. Good for shooting the arrows. I love it, especially if you can get that apple. Do you, do you not know what the Bowen method is, where they sort of like very, uh, you lay on your back and the guy just kind of like presses little areas on you? Do you know about that? Yeah, that's not taught at accredited chiropractic colleges, no. Okay. So you're not, yeah. a, you're not no, a fan? Not, or? Familiar. not familiar. Yeah, there's so many. There's, I think there's like 133 different techniques, and hey, what works for some don't work for others, and I am pretty much pride myself in doing the basic chiropractic. I uh, haven't had to advertise in 25 years, and I'm just busy from word of mouth. That's the best kind of... That's the best kind of chiropractic when your clients send other clients in and you're booked for 30 years. What about the people who say, look, I'll just give you a good rolfing. You don't need to go there. People taking the, the, your uh, expertise into their own hands. Uh, you know, I mean, most homes have a Black & Decker drill, but I think you should see a dentist. Mm, that's a good yeah. one. Boy, yeah. you're ready to go so, with all of these. Yeah, well, this I've not talked about. I'm the, yeah, this is this is you know the core of, of what I do. But mm. you know, like I said, with with my book is is you know the, I think that there's so much stoic. You say, oh, what about the AMA? Well, the, they're very stoic. They're very strict. They're very uh, unfriendly. They're not funny, and you don't bond with patients. And I think it's it's so needed. And I was inspired by Dr. Patch Adams. I worked on the film with Robin Williams. And uh, he kind of taught me early on it's okay to be friendly and being fun with patients without it actually compromising your skills as a doctor. And I got to thank him on my show about six months ago for inspiring me. And, you know, he was the one that was, uh, you know, the, the, the wacky clown doctor that really helped patients by laughter. It's so important, and there's science behind it, and I share that also in the book. So vitamin C, zinc, a lot of these things, you're saying just laugh. Laugh, forego those. According to the Journal of Rheumatology, they, they announced laughter decreases inflammation and increases infectious-fighting antibodies. I love the one from the International Journal of Molecular Medicine. They determined that natural killer cell activity was higher in the group watching funny videos compared to the controls, and that's what helps combat disease. And those killer cells kill cancer cells. And, you know, we hear heart disease. Oh, we've got to watch your diet, got to exercise. No, maybe we need some knock-knock jokes because the International Journal of Cardiology says there is, and I quote, an inverse association between a sense of humor and coronary heart disease. That means a good chuckle could lower your risk of heart attack or stroke. But my favorite one is 
the uh, laughter burns calories. It was a Vanderbilt University study that found that when you laugh, you can burn up to 40 calories. So don't count calories. Don't count steps you take per day. Count how many times you laugh. And who knows, that could be your issue of why you can't lose weight. Laughter really is medicine. Well, it's good stuff. Um, for you, in the book, Funny Bones, what's maybe one or two of your favorite little anecdotes in there? Oh, God, one of my, my, my favorite was this lady came in with carpal tunnel syndrome. That's a wrist condition that causes severe numbness in the hands. When you wake up, you got to shake them. Mm-hmm. And I recommend vitamin B6. It really works. It's great. I told her take it before bed. Next time she comes in, she, she's uh, upset with me. She's not mad at you. I said, why? She says, uh, uh, I did what you said, and it kept me up all night, and my hands aren't feeling better. I said, you took the B6? She said, yeah. I said, what brand? B6 helps you sleep. It doesn't keep you up. And she says, oh, I didn't need to take it. I went home. I had a B12. I cut it in half. (laughs) (laughs) I said, B12 keeps you up all night. She says, you didn't hear me. I didn't take a B12. I cut it in half. I took a B6. Well, at least she's good at math, right? (laughs) That's a true story. True story. And the math works. I mean, I can almost get it if you're really not familiar with vitamins. Hey, cut a B12 in half. It's a B6. So (laughs) that's one of my favorites. I love love one time I was was, uh, running late. We had some crawl-ins, not walk-ins. And the phone rang, and um, my office manager answered, and the person on the other line says, "Uh, I need to make an appointment to see Dr. Friedman. My office manager said, sure, when would you like to see him? And the person on the phone shouted, 30 minutes ago, I'm still in the treatment room waiting for him to come in and see me. <laughs> <laughs> what is the, have you ever had those, you know, Larry David type of people saying better magazines in the waiting room, uh, you know, just kind of calling you to task on how you run everything? Um, not so much. We really run really efficient, though. And with the magazines, if they do complain, where's the magazines? I said, we, they get cobwebs on them. People are grabbing their cell phones and their tablets. Mm. We used to have all these magazines, so I think those days are a little bit over there. But, yeah, you get different I get these you know, electrical, chemical engineers that are real serious, and by the third visit, they're smiling and laughing and uncrossing their arms. It's just a part of the bonding, and it's, just, it's, a, it's a lot of fun, everything from farts. You know, when you get pressed on the back, people say, do farts happen to chiropractic? They do, and it's more now. You know why? It's the only gas people can afford. They've got a fart. <laughs> you ever go down to the comedy store down there on Sunset? No, I haven't been yet, but uh, in January, February, I've been invited. So it's kind of my new little uh, post-doctorate uh, ventures into comedy. I've been a little dabbling with it, but, yeah, I've been asked to do a lot of uh, comedy uh, comedy clubs. So there's one in Myrtle Beach I'm going to be doing as well, I think in February. So it's going to be exciting. I have to be a stand-up comedian because I'm so short. If I'm not standing, you wouldn't see me on stage. <laughs> Funny Bones, true tales from a chiropractor that will crack you up. And uh, that's Dr. David Friedman, and uh, he is uh, locked and loaded, as you can tell. Great stuff. Congratulations on the book, and uh, let's catch up down the road. Yeah, appreciate your advice. Thanks, buddy. Sure. Yeah, I mentioned Bowen because one time there was this <clears throat> guy who was uh, well-trained. Some called him a uh, shaman. I don't think he called himself that. And I wrenched my back playing tennis, and he's like, let me just let me just give you some Bowen. And so I'm like, hey, listen, I'm all ears, whatever works. And so I laid there, and then, like, he would just sort of, like, give you, like, a little touch here and there. And I thought, oh, maybe this is working. And then he, like, pulled my back the other way, and I got, okay, you made it worse. But thanks for trying. All right, we'll come back. We'll do a little sales sport on the other side.
This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. SailGP's Australian team, led by Tom Slingsby, did a stunning comeback to seize victory in a day of nail-biting shoreside racing in Dubai. I guess we're, we're a bit up and down, our team. Everyone knows we it's all about confidence. And, um, yeah, Friday's practice racing, we felt like we are unstoppable. And then we hit yesterday, and we got brought down to earth pretty quickly. And then uh, today, we had a tough start, but we just built the momentum, and... We hit that final and we said we've got a good shot at this and uh, and then uh, what a final. I, I don't really know what happened if I'm honest. It's all a blur. I remember the last top mark where we all compressed again, but um, yeah, unreal. So around the last gate to go upwind, uh, you decided to follow the French. Were you going to bank second and, and Ben took the risk and went the other way? Yeah, I actually was thinking that. I was like, okay, well, we let's try to take the favoured mark and try to lock in a second here. And then Ben actually gained out of going to the, the other mark, which wasn't favoured all day, but he, he saw it and he made a good opportunity and got back into it. So, like, literally, I was thinking at times, oh, maybe we'll bank second here. I never for one second thought we are actually going to get to the win, even, at, like, till 20 seconds before the finish. So it was a bit of a shock. What were you thinking coming into that final top gate where you had rights on, on the French boat? I, I knew we had rights, but I also knew it was a tough move to tack inside. And I knew that even though we had starboard attack, we had to give it away. To We weren't laying the left turn, so we had this, a tough manoeuvre coming up. So I knew I wanted to get uh, France on starboard. And I looked at uh, GBR and I thought, there's no way he's going to lay that mark. So, uh, but then when we came out of the tack, we were just avoiding a luff from the French. And then all of a sudden I saw Ben in there. And uh, they, have, they just made the lay line and they got to the top mark first. And uh, then it was a final scramble down the last run. Do you think that was the most intense final you've raced? Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, that's the most crazy race I've ever had probably in 30 years. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable. Thanks for that. Yeah. Good race. Good race. Mate. Good race. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it was all a blur, but God, it was fun. Yeah, I feel for for GBR because they they sailed so well and got to the lead and and yeah, and it was unfortunate they couldn't get. I, th- I assume they couldn't get their board on the lock in the last jibe. And uh, yeah, but we stayed in it and we gave ourselves a chance and uh, we got a bit lucky. What does this win mean for the team? It's been a while since we've won an event. Uh, we've sort of been sort of there, thereabouts, and we've been consistent. And literally going into today, we were like saying, okay, let's just try to get back one or two points. We're in eighth position. If we can get away with a sixth or a fifth, that's not a bad result. Like, salvage the event. And then after the second race today, we were like, we've got a chance at this. We're up to six overall with an opportunity to get into third. We need the points to go our way. And they went our way, and we, we got into it. Thank you, Tom. This is Karen Lyle of Salesport Talk. Thank you for that, Chris Cross. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. What we do on Tuesdays at 940 Pacific Time is uh, I bring in a co-host for this segment, Karen Lyle, and it's uh, down to uh, her salesportstalk.com uh, site, and uh, we always bring someone uh, interesting from the world of sailing as well. First of all, Karen, how are you doing? Welcome back. Oh, I'm doing just fantastic, and how about yourself, Rick? Not too shabby. Let's get right to brass tacks, and we'll bring in our guest. It is uh, Jerry Roberts, who is an author historian, museum consultant uh, as well. Jerry, welcome to the show. I know that you've worked 
on the Intrepid Sea uh, Air Space Museum there on the Hudson. And uh, last December for Army-Navy uh, Radio Row, I did my show from the hangar deck. And as the son of a former naval officer, that was one of the great thrills of my career. What, a, what an outstanding uh, uh, museum that is. Yeah, it was a really great place. Uh, I spent 18 years there. It was uh, a, a really, uh, an adventure in a lot of different ways. Jerry, it's really a pleasure to have you on the show, and, and, and it seems that you are not only a maritime historian, but you also have captured the, the views from, from the air and, and really love to fly as well. Um, yes. Tell us a little bit about some of the books that you have published, because you have, you have several here, um, and, sure. and what, what, what took you into the writing part of things and, and photographs. Sure. Well, I've always been a storyteller. Um, I've always loved uh, adventure, history, etc. Uh, the first book I did was the amazing book of paper boats. It was introducing um, the history and technology of, of things that float for kids, and uh, kids could actually make 18 paper boats that all would actually function, the sailboat sailed, etc. And then um, in Connecticut, where I live now, uh, Connecticut River is the longest river in New England, and I teamed up with a pilot, and we photographed the entire 410 miles of the river and wrote the stories of all of the New England towns along this river that, that flows from the Canadian border through four states and into the ocean. So um, that was uh, a great project. And I've also uh, done a book on uh, the War of 1812 here uh, in Connecticut. The British attacked our coast several times and, and in fact, uh, attacked the, the, the town where I lived, uh, where I live now. So, looking as you have underwater for uh, shipwrecks off the East Coast, what are what are some of your uh, prize uh, moments and discoveries? Sure. Well, there's there's a, a very large American warship. It's 500 feet long, sunk by a German U-boat during World War One. It's called the USS San Diego, and it sunk off uh, the the coast of Long Island. And I did a lot of diving on that, and it was truly a feeling of going places where few people go. This isn't a sport diving thing. This is deep, deep into a wreck and deep underwater. So, you know, I love that aspect. And I've often told people, because I've sailed all my life and continue to do so, that I like, I like boats while they're on the surface and, and even when they're underwater. I like them on the surface better, especially I've been, I'm in them. But, but yeah, there's a, a lot of things to see uh, in shipwrecks. Well, I'm curious, when you did this, this book, The Connecticut River from the Air, um, what type of plane were you in? I know that when I have done some helicopter shoots, we have to take the door off so that the, the, the photographer can kind of hang out and, and get a really good view. But if you're inside, inside the plane and you don't have the ability to take the door off, sometimes you have the, the prop and other things that are interfering. How do you get good pictures? So um, the pilot photographer, Tom Walsh, who actually is a, a former Marine uh, jet fighter pilot and, and now flies for Delta. So he had at the time a Piper Cub, and we would fly with the doors off. You can actually take the doors off of the aircraft or fold them back. So you're, 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 he never, ever shoots through glass. And then for a while he also used a seaplane, and you could uh, push the canopy back. Um, and it was all handheld, but with a stabilized camera, a gyroscopic stabilized camera, but handheld. And he would actually photograph as he was flying, and I would be pointing out different things to try to get shots of. Um, and, and then we ended up probably 
yeah, it was pretty exciting. Pretty exciting. Is there sort of a holy grail, you know, like Mary Rose? Like, there is, is there a ship that you you're looking for and you you you're close, but you can't find it just yet? So, you know, I, I had the opportunity a few years back at a, uh, a conference to speak to Clive Custler before he passed away, and because he, he was the great, great wreck hunter. And I asked him that very question, is there one last ship to be found? And he said it's the Bonham Richard, which was John Paul Jones' right. ship, that down yeah. after he had uh, defeated the, the British... Uh, the Serapis, the yeah. yeah. Well, so you know, I, I was in, intrigued a little bit by this um, book that you've written, The British Raid on Essex. Um, because of the, the role of the American privateers, and um, if you could tell, I mean, my understanding of that ha- ha- having is that the privateers are really what helped win the uh, American Revolution because of, of us not really having much of a Navy and, and set, such an impact that they made on the, um, the commercial interests of England. Um, so how, what, what is your understanding, knowing much more about this, as to how this particular burning of the American privateers in the Connecticut River in fa- impacted the whole situation that we had at that time in 1812? Sure. So, so privateers, it's been going on for a long time, and people can confuse them with pirates. They're not pirates at all. They are government-sanctioned. They fly national flags. Uh, the crews, are, the officers are uniformed. They're basically privately owned warships with get licenses from the government, in this case the American government, to attack enemy shipping. Um, you'd never want to sink the enemy ship. You'd want to capture it because the ship and its cargo would then be sold at auction and that money would be split between the officers, the crew, and the investors behind the ship. And uh, along the coast here in, in, in New England, where we had a lot of shipping, all the shipping was shut down by the British during both wars, basically, the Revolution and the War of 1812. So these, these shipping people would turn to building privateers to try to go out and, and instead of making a living carrying cargo, um, uh, intercept some British merchant ships. Um, and it certainly had an effect. The biggest effect it probably had was diverting British warships um, from other tasks to try to protect the, merchant, uh, the British uh, merchant ships. So it definitely tapped their resources. You think about the War of 1812 and how it went on for many years after that, and as the privateers of, of Petty Pog, as you, as you wrote, who was the traitor that led those Royal Marines up the river? The name was, uh, uh, you know, we didn't know. It was a long, t- it took us several years to find it out. Um, his name ended up being Ezekiel Jackson. He was a, um, uh, probably an American um, down-and-out seaman who uh, was captured by the British when he was trying to blow up a British ship that was blockading New London. And under threat of death, he um, agreed to guide the British up into Essex, which was then called Petapog. Um, to get the privateers that were being built here. And he, um, you know, he was paid very well. He was paid $2,000. And at that time, for $2,000, you could buy a very significant country estate and staff it for, for years. So uh, he made out well, but he could never come ashore in America again. And, and in the end, we learned that he was lost at sea. So he got his, uh, he got his reward in the end, I guess. Well, right during the middle of the pandemic, which we didn't plan on, of course, was the 400th anniversary of the Mayflower's landing that took place in um, 1620. 
And I know that that was a big deal where, where people were planning for years in advance for this anniversary. Yep. How, how did the pandemic affect that, and, and how did the, the Mayflower um, you know, Heritage Center and other organizations that were coordinating for the celebrations handle those, um, those commemorative activities? Sure. As someone who's been involved with several Mayflower organizations, and I'm on the board of a couple, uh, we've been planning this for years. And, and I went up to Mystic Seaport and, you know, uh, observed the, the restoration of the Mayflower II that was uh, uh, to be brought back and all of these big, big events that were planned. And, of course, uh, the, the pandemic uh, pretty much shut that down. Um, huge amounts of energy and money probably were uh, I'm not saying lost, but certainly it didn't get the attention we hoped it would get. On the other hand, you know, uh, we carry on. Um, I'm actually doing a, May, a Mayflower talk tomorrow night. Um, but, yes, it had a huge impact. It was sort of the biggest 400 years. 400 years doesn't come that often. And it happens that this 400-year anniversary came right smack in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, you know, people still acknowledged it, but we didn't get the tens of thousands of people that you might have gotten for something like this. You know, you think about that raid just going back again, and, of course, we don't like to uh, remember, and no country likes to remember uh, defeats or such things, but do you think had you not been from that neck of the woods that we would continue to have this sort of thing lost? Why was this uh, something that uh, most uh, historians didn't even know about? You know, the War of 1812 is sort of wedged between the American Revolution, the glory of the American Revolution, and the national tragedy of the Civil War. And the War of 1812 was wedged in between those two. It was uh, it lasted uh, two years and eight months, and it ended with no victory for anyone. England didn't win anything. We didn't win anything. There was no exchange of territory. It's just that both sides realized um you know, what the heck are we fighting for? We're actually trading partners. And they ended the war, and they got back to business um, trading. Uh, the, big, the big winners were probably the Canadians. America t- attacked Canada ten times during the War of 1812, mm-hmm. thinking that we could, quote-unquote, liberate Canada. And as it turns out, Canada did not want to be liberated. Um, so, uh, but we all got back to business and, and, uh, you know, started, uh, shipping each other merchandise again and made a lot of money together. So it was, it was an odd war. I probably said one of the biggest winners was Andrew Jackson after the battle of New Orleans turned that into a presidency. That wasn't too bad. Yep. And, and, and of course that battle was fought after the war was over, Right. but because of the, the length of time it took to get the word from Europe where the treaty was signed back to America. Uh, they fought a major battle that had no effect on the war whatsoever. That was but the yeah, Iron Duke's yeah. brother-in-law, right? General Packnam was leading those yep. troops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Karen, yep. Karen, we, we got time for one more question here. As you're talking to two history nerds, go ahead. <laughs> you bet. Well, you know, today we have a real great friendship between the United States Navy and the, the Royal Navy, and we've had a couple of guests on here, retired uh, Rear Admiral. John Bidoff from the U.S. Navy, and also John McAnally from the Royal Navy. And um, that friendship that came out of, out of, um, out of perhaps some lost wars and, and realizing the common interest, how is that manifest um, today in, in your historical remembrances? Do you also collaborate with, you know, other, with, with England on some of these things as well? 
Yeah, absolutely. And for this British Red on Essex um, project, it was a huge project, and I was, I was able to hire some researchers in England. Um, so I tapped into a lot of uh, folks over there. They had really better records of the battle than we did. So the British, the Royal Navy Archives was a big help. And, and of course, you know, we share not just a common language, we share a common ancestry. The traditions of the United States Navy um, largely come from the Royal Navy. Um, and so uh, a lot in common. You know, one of the things that the Intrepid is, we had Fleet Week there, and the Royal Navy came and visited. In fact, the Ark Royal, the aircraft carrier, after it came back from the Falklands, came and visited us uh, at the Intrepid, and it was really great to, um, to to talk to those folks. So, yeah, we've had, we've had a very shared uh, history and naval history all along. There he is, Jerry Roberts. The book is The British Raid on Essex, The Forgotten Battle of the War of 1812. You can find out a lot more at jrobertshistory.com. Jerry, good stuff, man. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Thank so, you much. so much. All right, and Karen, uh, good guess. As you can tell, I'm, as I said, I'm kind of a uh, history nut myself. Well, I am a little bit, too, so <laughs> there we are. All right, We're good stuff. we exchanging our passions. We'll talk to you uh, next week, then. Okay, we will. Good stuff. I'm Rick Tittle. Come on back. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409.
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? I'm so disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. Oh, Rick Tittle, the history nerd. You know, the Battle of New Orleans. This was, uh, you know, as I said, General Packnam of the, the greatest army in the world. Uh, you think about the Napoleon, the, about the British Empire. They're fighting Napoleon the same time they're fighting us. <laughs> Talk about an empire. But this was the Iron Duke's son, uh, brother-in-law. Um, Duke of Wellington, whose house I went to at uh, Hyde Park Corner, one London, Apsley House. It's fascinating. There was chamber music playing that day. But yeah, coming in through a swamp bogged down and Andrew Jackson with a bunch of uh, Creoles and freed slaves and uh, militia and backwoods country hicks just wiped them all out. It was basically, a lot of historians believe, the first battle in the history of the United States that we actually won. All the other ones were a little bit, we lost. I mean, most Revolutionary War battles, we ran away, obviously, until we finally won that thing. But that was like the first butt-kicking our country ever delivered. And Andrew Jackson ended up becoming president out of it. I'm Rick Tittle. We got more history and damn it, Trashkin, on the other side. USA Radio News with Tim. Millions of Americans are bracing for an early winter as a storm system is dumping snow on people across 20 states. The storms will stretch from Texas to Illinois and bring some areas the first snowfall of the season. Coast may also see heavy rain, large hail, and tornadoes. As lawmakers return to Capitol Hill, all of the House of Representatives remains in question. Control of the House one week after the elections officially ended, Republicans poised to take control, putting some form of balance on federal lawmakers. 
13 House seats are still unknown. One is needed for Republicans to become the House majority. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. The House Committee on Homeland Security is holding a hearing on worldwide threats to the homeland. Louisiana Congressman Clay Higgins asks Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas if he's suppressed evidence presented by Customs and Border Protection agents about the southern border. If you're an honorable man, and obviously you should be able to say no to that. Who would suppress exculpatory evidence? Is your answer no? I don't even know what you're referring to, Congressman. You will. Republicans on Capitol Hill continuing to put the heat on Mayorkas to resign. The producer price index in October climbed to 8% on a 12-month basis, according to the Labor Department. That market eased slightly from September's revised 8.4% and was down sharply from the 11.7% increase in March, the highest since records began in 2010. It's expected to be busy around Cape Canaveral, Florida tonight. The Artemis 1 launch is set to take place in a two-hour window that opens at 1.04 a.m. Wednesday. Launch conditions are 90% go. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government struck Morgan dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. Guaranteed. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure collector grade U.S. Morgan Silver Dollars by the pound. Struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age. Plus, receive a bonus American Collector's Pack valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan Silver before they are gone. 1-800-473-1745. That's 1-800-473-1745. Ford Motor Company says production of their next-generation pickup is underway at a third factory in their global operations. The automaker invested $1 billion in a South African facility to build the new truck. Officials say this plant joins two others in currently producing the Ranger. Ford plans on beginning production in the United States and Argentina in 2023. Airlines across the nation are being told to pay up. Six airlines, Frontier being... American-based company have been ordered to pay as much as $622 million in refunds to U.S. passengers who had flights canceled and in some cases delayed for many hours. But other domestic carriers get significant complaints while steering passengers refunds, says Bill McGee, airline expert for American Communities Project. There were tens of thousands of flights that were scheduled and were put in reservation systems. And worst of all, the airlines collected money on, which is a form of deception, when they had reasonable doubt that they were going to be able to operate those flights. They put flights in, in, in reservation systems when they didn't have the pilots to fly them. From the Gulf Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Marusso. Walmart is agreeing to a big settlement in regards to the nation's opioid crisis. It's worth more than $3 billion. New York Attorney General Alita James says the settlement comes as Walmart stores were not focused on regulating opioid prescriptions. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? 
Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Are you looking to start a business? From side hustles to major business opportunity? Franchise 123 connects franchise buyers with sellers. And we have over 4,000 franchises for you to choose from. In one simple 30-second call, our live agents will sign you up to the platform. This is not a hard sales call either. We give you free access to our database. Yes, free access, no cost. We are the largest online franchise database in the world. You can find 95% of all businesses. Buying a franchise doesn't have to be complicated. We make it easy. And right now, some have no startup fees. You can turn your special skill into a franchise business or go full scale with all the top franchise businesses in the world. Sign up with Franchise 123 now and get your free guide to franchise success now. Call 800-433-0539, 800-433-0539 or text Franchise 123 to 63566. Text Franchise 123 to 63566. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Already an hour in, one-third down. We found out about the Willie Mays doc on HBO. Some inside baseball talk there. We found out from Dr. Friedman that Donald Sutherland is a jerk. And um, we also found out the name of an American trader. So uh, you never know what you're (laughs) going to get. On this show, Keith Cosro, who has worked for NFL Films for 25 years, he is here to talk about HBO's in-season hard knocks with Arizona, and that's next. We'll also then have Mark Ramsey, who has a podcast called Dark Sanctum, about my butt. Nothing? Nothing. Okay. Uh, Pro Wagering's J.D. Sharp. You know, were you listening to the show yesterday? And I said, not only on Friday, I said yesterday, Philadelphia getting a, giving up 11 points against Washington. I said, I will take those 11 points. I should have put my money where my bottom was. Because Washington won by 11. It's a 22-point swing. And so I'm going to have, because J.D. Sharp said he was going to take the money line with the Eagles. Whap, whap. I know more than you do. I know. No, I don't. <clears throat> At least yesterday I did. And then the lovely and talented actress Isadora Ortega with her new movie Hope Street Holiday will join us uh, as well. That reminds me of Switzerland and the World Cup. They go, hoop, Swiss, hoop, Swiss, hoop, Swiss. I'm like, what does that mean? They're like, we don't know. It's like Newcastle. They have a sign, Howway, the lads, H-O-W-A-Y. And I asked a Jordy, which is what Newcastle people are. I asked a Jack, what's Howway the lads? It's just something we say, isn't it? Yeah, but what's it mean? No one knows. Yes, they do. Nobody knows it at all. What's Howway the lads? It's just something we say, don't we? I'm like, all right. Yeah, it's, 
Not a big fan of the Jordy accent or imitating it. Tune in app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. I'm on Twitch.tv. Hey, how you doing? Come on in and get heard. The Twitter is at Rick Tittle. We got two hours. Come on back. Do you have an invention idea but don't know what to do next? Call InventHelp now for free information on how to get started today. InventHelp provides invention services that help everyday inventors get started with their idea. We have representatives nationwide who will explain the InventHelp process step by step. Over 10,000 patents have been secured through InventHelp's patent referral services. Our services include professional materials needed to showcase your invention and 3D animation and prototype modeling that help you demonstrate your idea. Get down to the details of your idea with a technical drawing. The InventHelp databank includes thousands of companies who have agreed to review new ideas. We've been helping inventors since 1984. Let's help you next. Take advantage of the opportunity to get started today. Call 1-800-356-7308. That's 1-800-356-7308. Again, 1-800-356-7308. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800-514-0521. 800-514-0521. That's 800-514-0521. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Hour two of titillating sports. You thought it couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes, couldn't get any better, but it's better. Rick Tittle is back. He's so great. I can't believe how awesome he is. More sports talk. Yes. Hour two of titillating sports. Hey, check out Channel 9. Check out Rick Tittle. All right, check me out. Welcome back to the show. Great to have you with us, wherever you are listening, coast to coast and around the world on American Forces 
Radio Network. Uh, we are here for you. Trying to find our guest, and when we do, we'll throw him on the air. Uh, Mark Davis, I was talking about this yesterday with uh, Charlie in New York. There's no way that Mark Davis is going to pay him by firing him. They are 2-7. and seven. They lost to a coach that was supposed to be a disgrace, according to Bill Cowher. And uh, Mark Davis said, quote, People in today's world want instant gratification. The guys coached nine games. We're 2-7, and seven, not the results we're looking at, but looking for, but at the same time, We've lost six one-score games and with the ball and a chance to win at the end. So the vote of confidence, he asked, he says, I gave him my vote of confidence when I sent him to a contract to be coach of the Raiders, and that's when I gave it to him. And then he said, Rome was not built in a day. You might say, wow, what fantastic patience and what a great boss. (laughs) He just doesn't want to pay a guy again after he's paying Gruden not to coach. Ten years, $100 million. McDaniel said, we are building, and I have never used the word rebuilding or anything like that, too. It's the National Football League. There's not five years to do that. There's a process that we're trying to go through, certainly slower and more painful than anybody wants it to be. He concludes, I'm going to control what I can control and do the best I can at my job, and part of that is is continuing to think about the future and next year and what goes beyond the next few months. If somebody tells me that my time is done, then my time is done. Well, this is a team last year that won 10 games, and then they brought in, they got rid of Rich Passaccia, and they brought in Mike Mike Mayock, they got rid of him, they brought in Dave Ziegler uh, to run the team, and you think about getting... Chandler Jones and Devontae Adams, who's absolutely fantastic, really is. But the Raiders started off 0-3, and then they won 2-3, of and then they lost their last three. They got shut out and destroyed by the Saints and their former coach, Dennis Allen, blowing their third 17-0 lead at Jacksonville. And then the loss to the Colts, as I said, two coaches. They got a guy named Parks Frazier that was calling the plays in that game. Uh, not the way that they uh, certainly drew it up. All right. It's our pleasure now to welcome to the show uh, Keith Cosro of NFL Films talking about HBO's Hard Knocks in season, the Arizona Cardinals, which is also streaming on uh, HBO Max as well. Keith, welcome to the show. And I just think about NFL Films and how great they are. What, what, did, the, uh, what did the Sable family mean to you in your career? Geez, you're not starting with a softball. <laughs> How you doing, guys? Thanks for having me. Um, and I, I would say that, uh, that there's no one uh, in the world who meant more to my career than, uh, and very few people who meant more in my life than Steve Sable. He was a uh, extraordinary person in every way. He was uh, a mentor, an incredible leader, an inspiration for everyone who worked with him. Uh, you know, he he taught me everything I know about this business, um, and uh, I, I was really fortunate to learn from him for 15 years uh, before he passed away in 2012. Wow, I can't believe he's been gone 10 years already. Wow. Um, yeah, it seems like uh, yesterday for all of us, too. It's, it's crazy. Yeah, he was young, too. It was really sad. Um, but I think about 
you know, John Facenda, the autumn wind is a pirate, and then Harry Callis, and now Liev Schreiber. Uh, did you get it to uh, deal with uh, Facenda and Callis at all? Well, first of all, minor correction, the autumn wind is a raider. The autumn wind is a um, raider. <laughs> um, written by Steve Sable, that one. Wow. Um, so I worked with Harry. Um, when I first started, Harry was the narrator still for Inside the NFL, our legendary uh, highlight show that was mm-hmm. on HBO for all those years and is now with uh, Paramount+. Plus. Um, I, I, Facenda actually died in 1983, which is really hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so predated me. I got here in 97. And then, uh, I, I gotta say, Liev is, uh, is, is pretty incredible to work with as well. We, we're lucky to get to work with a lot of incredible talent. Um, a lot of celebrities do narration for us. Uh, act, you know, we found that actors are really really good narrators because they just naturally how to know how to take a script and make it theirs and not sound like they're reading um but there's nobody in the, in the business more talented than we have he's a classically trained broadway actor and of course he's had a lot of success on the, on the screen but as a narrator I, I, there's just no one better he's incredible I never really saw Cheers when it was out when I was in high school because it was on at the same time as Inside the NFL. And to me, Nick Bonacani and Lynn Dawson were the guys. And years later, and that was you know one place, really the only place you could see highlights, really, except for halftime at Monday Night Football. And so uh, I did get to meet uh, Lynn in the press box at a Raider game when they played the Chiefs. And I had Nick on my show a couple times. And I remember when Roger Goodell got the job nick said don't don't discount the fact that he's handsome and that's gonna help and i was like okay which (laughs) which i thought was interesting (laughs) for nick to say but i mean that that show and um i mean it's easy for me to say it's not what it what it was then but i mean that show was everything when that when that was first out those two guys wasn't it i remember when i was growing up i mean you you waited all week for that show if you had hbo and and you wanted to hear their picks, and you wanted to hear what they had to say, but more than that, you wanted to you wanted to see the NFL films highlights narrated by Harry, and you wanted to you wanted to see the guys that were mic'd up, and you wanted to see the sideline sound and the incredible cinematography. And it's pretty amazing that after all these years, NFL films is, is still here, making products we think of that quality and. And we've even exceeded that. We continue to innovate and create new things all the time, like um, Hard Knocks and Hard Knocks in Season, which is only in its second season. And, and it was just announced today that you know we'll be joining a, a new partnership with Skydance Studios to create the, the, the biggest, the premier global sports studio um, in the world. Um, so NFL Films thrives. We're all really proud to be here, you know, 10 years on after we lost Steve and, um, and, and still fulfilling, uh, the legacy and extending it, uh, of what he left behind. Wish we had more time. Just one more question. You think about the characters from, you know, Bidwell to Kingsbury to Murray, J.J. Watt, Hopkins, there's a, there's a lot there on the bone, isn't there? 
this team in this season of, of hard knocks in season um, is really, really fascinating for the reasons you just said. Um, each one of those characters and several more are really fascinating. DeAndre Hopkins, Buddha Baker, who was the star of the first episode, and who I think everyone who watches this show is going to fall in love with. Um, and the circumstance that the Cardinals are in, you know, we, we joined their season in progress at a tough moment. They were, they were three and five. They lost to Seattle and then they came back without Kyler this week and, and won against, uh, you know, the Super Bowl champs in LA with Colt McCoy playing. And that, that episode that premieres tomorrow night will heavily feature, um, that quarterback dynamic as it played out over the last week. Um, into the game on Sunday in L.A. And, and I think people are going to be really interested uh, by what they see this week and over the next two months because, man, this is a really interesting team and it's going to be really interesting to see how it unfolds. There it is, Hard Knocks in-season Arizona Cardinals every Wednesday except their bye week. That's December 7th at uh, 10 o'clock Eastern. And we've been speaking with NFL Films' Keith Cosro. Good stuff, my man, and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back on Sports Violin. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4531. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? Quick Cash Offer can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents and risking your safety by showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your home to foreclosure. If you have any equity in your home, we will buy it and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call Quick Cash Offer now before the economy gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just don't want to get the cash you need today. 800-788-1495. 800-788-1495. 
That's 800-788-1495. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086-800-918-4086-800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. You're crazy. You're crazy, man. You're crazy. I like you, but you're crazy. saw Rick Tittle at the laundromat last night, and I was hella checking him out. I just kept staring at him, and he played like I wasn't even there. I be like that then. All right, uh, that's elaborate. Welcome back to the uh, show. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome Mark Ramsey to the show. He's here to uh, talk about his uh, podcast called Dark Sanctum which is a new scripted horror podcast, and uh, this is on uh, Wondery Plus. And, uh, Mark, you're no stranger to this. Inside The Exorcist, Inside Psycho, this is right in your wheelhouse, huh? (laughs) It sure is, yeah. I can't help it. I mean, there's something about uh, the ear, which is particularly scary when it's the only medium you have, the only sense you have to work with. You know, when I think about those... You know, like the Inner Sanctum or the Shadow Knows, and you think about some of those old radio plays, is that something that's kind of an homage to that? Well, uh, in a sense, but those things are really quite dated. If you listen to a lot of those today, a lot of them don't stand up very well. We really wanted to create something that was in the moment, that was scary, that was um, involving, that was engaging, uh, and that also proved how just compelling sound can be. I mean, we have scenes in here of uh, the visual that you don't see is uh, someone talking, but you are told that it's a head decapitated from its body. I mean, that's a visual that you get much more uh, brutally clear when you're only hearing it. Dolby Atmos, I mean, to get that sound, uh, what, what are some of the steps you have to take to that? Is that an expensive thing? Well, uh, my uh, production partner, Jeff Schmidt, does all the sound design on this project, and that's his specialty. And it's a modern technology which allows you to kind of create dimensionality with sound, which is why they always tell you 
for any Dolby Atmos project, make sure you're using headphones or earbuds, something that puts you in the middle of the scene rather than on one side of it. Seven uh, episode series, uh, cursed items are revealed. They propel their own chapter of the story. Tell us a little bit more about that extraordinary experience, as you call it. Well, the, uh, the, the series Dark Sanctums, really an anthology series, kind of built the way The Twilight Zone was built. There's a host that brings you into the story, played by Michael O'Neill, that great actor from Seabiscuit. And uh, the cast includes uh, Bethany Joy Lenz from One Tree Hill and Clive Standen from Vikings. And uh, they just deliver blockbuster performances. The sound design is state-of-the-art. Every episode is intended to move you in a significant way, either make you scared or uh, make you nervous or make you um, excited or, in some cases, uh, make you cry. So there's a little bit of everything in the series, but it's very well-rounded. There's a theme to every episode, and uh, I think it has to be really heard to be appreciated because... Uh, it's just um, uh, the, the the best thing that we've ever done. Can you get a, I mean, obviously, but the, the jump scare, and sometimes in, in movies it'll be a cheap jump scare, like someone's looking in the closet and then really loud a cat goes like, Ringer! and it's like, all right, you got me. But like to get a true jump scare, how do you how do you figure that out in this medium? Well, as you know, a jump scare is like a cheap trick, mm-hmm. uh, which is why uh, the guy who uh, did... Uh, so many projects for Netflix. Mike Flanagan says, you know, he's uh, abjectly against jump scares. My favorite kind of stock jump scare is someone looks in the refrigerator, they close the refrigerator door, and there's someone standing behind the door all of a sudden, right? <laughs> right? But none of it matters unless it's punctuated by a loud, you know, bung, uh, some kind of loud sound effect. So the beauty of this is that there are no jump scares. Because we don't fake anything, mm-hmm. because it's all sound. I mean, by the way, a jump scare without sound is uh, just a jump. I like that. A day without light. Yes. Um, <laughs> what would now? As you mentioned, your actors. Um, it's just like a sport. You're only as good as your athletes. So, how do you make sure that you know you're getting exactly what you want? Because this is this is a completely different discipline than being in front of the camera. It is, and uh, to a lot of them, it's really quite challenging and fun because it's a fairly light lift. They're not in a studio for that long, but it's a full-court exercise. I mean, we have one episode where uh, Clive plays a character who's buried alive, and he recorded it on his back on the floor. Mm. So uh, that kind of brings a little bit of you know verisimilitude, I guess you'd call it, to the project. Um, but I think they find it very compatible with what they do, because they're used to, uh, the, the, the one thing I had to make clear to them was uh, just remember that there's no uh, glance, there's no gaze, there's no physical manifestation, that none of that, uh, to the degree that it's part of your performance, will be picked up by the ear. It's all got to be in what you say and how you say it and the pauses between. That's another thing, by the way. We do a lot with dead air, empty space, because there's nothing scarier in a moment where you don't hear anything and you don't know what's happening. Hmm. Oh, that's really interesting. Um, also, uh, you think about how people binge things. Do you do you know anybody that just went, they went ape and went all seven hours 
together? Well, that, yeah, the episodes are only about uh, about 15 to 20 minutes long each. Oh, perfect. And there's seven of them, but mm. uh, it's an easy binge. Uh, the way Wondery Plus works is that they're all there on Wondery Plus all at once. Uh, they've got like a free week trial, so it's very easy in that free week to listen to all seven. So uh, we found quite a few people who went all the way through right off the bat. For you, what would be, I mean, you have to kind of keep outdoing yourself, which I think is cool. You want to have that standard. But, uh, you know, are, are you already, when you're airing these things, you're already thinking about the next thing? Uh, I think the, the key to any creative pursuit is having multiple irons in the fire. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> because some things work and some things don't. So, yes, there are definitely other things coming down the line. Also, we have a second season of this that Wondery has um, an option uh, on. So that's very exciting. And we've already got three episodes that we, d- we didn't have the time to finish production on. So we've got three episodes already queued up for season two right now. They're all recording it, recorded and everything. So, But yes, there are other projects that we're looking at, the Inside Jaws, Inside Psycho, Inside Exorcist thing that you mentioned that we did with Wondery. There's a spinoff to that coming uh, in the spring. And there's another project still that I can't yet talk about that's coming after that. But mostly right now we're excited about kind of um, creating what we think is the scariest series we've ever heard uh, in Dark Sanctum. And we couldn't be more excited that it's out there in public right now. Have you had people tell you, I couldn't take it, I put it down, it was just too scary? Yes, we have. And that's, we've had, I've had people say, you know, this episode made me cry. This episode made me drive off the road. Jeez. Um, that kind of range of uh, almost drive off the road, I should say, just <laughs> for accuracy's sake. Um, that kind of range of response is kind of what we're looking for. I mean, ultimately, the point what is the point of this stuff? It's not to evoke a reaction, mm-hmm. a response, sure. something where people say, yeah, that was, my, that was 20 minutes well spent. If we can achieve that, then we've succeeded. And then uh, we just have about a minute. What would be your, without spoiling it, maybe your favorite moment so far in this series? Well, I tend towards the sentimental. um, And the favorite moment of mine probably is the episode that's most like a Christmas carol, quite frankly. It's a Christmas episode. And it's about a guy who's uh, in conflict with his mom, and his mom is working on this secret project. She won't tell him what it is. She goes out one night to finish the project on Christmas Eve. She's picking it up from where it was, and she doesn't come home. And actually, she does come home, but she doesn't come home quite the same way she left. And it's a story about kind of living up to who you can be based on the love of the people around you. So it's kind of a charming ghost story, and uh, much like A Christmas Carol itself. Very interesting. Starring Bethany Joy Lenz, Clive Standin, Michael O'Neill, all part of Dark Sanctum from Wondery Plus. And we've been speaking with the creator, the writer, narrator, Mark Ramsey. Mark, congratulations and thanks for dropping by today. Thank you, Rick. Thanks a lot. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. And uh, what we'll do is we'll take a break and we will come on back and uh, we'll got some open lines right here at 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back.
I'm getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20. So am I, because I'm at risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. I'm asking about Prevnar 20 because there's a chance pneumococcal pneumonia could put me in the hospital. Age 65 or older, you may be at increased risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar 20, pneumococcal 20-valent conjugate vaccine, a Pfizer vaccine that can help protect against pneumococcal pneumonia in just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. The most commonly reported side effect was pain at the injection site. For additional common side effects and full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. I want to be able to keep my plans. So I'm asking my doctor about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20. Are you 60 plus and love to travel? Introducing the Senior Travel Discount Network, brought to you by Low Cost Airlines. Call us anytime, day or night, and save up to 75% on your airline and hotel reservations. We can help you save a ton of money to fly almost anywhere. We have inside discounts on over 500 airlines and 500,000 hotels worldwide. And when you call and mention the discount code 60 plus, we'll give you an extra free night with your qualified air and hotel reservation. Now you can get the best prices on air and hotel reservations with your phone. We make it easy and fast for you to save money and book a trip. Remember, call the Senior Travel Discount Network. Mention the discount code 60 plus for your free hotel night with your qualified reservation. Call now. 800-493-6118. 800-493-6118. That's 800-493-6118. Listen up, guys. Are you experiencing any of the following? Fatigue, less drive, poor performance? If so, you may be one of the nearly 30 million men in the U.S. today dealing with ED. But did you know you don't have to pay hundreds for a prescription anymore? And you don't have to deal with the hassle of seeing the doctor or the embarrassment of going to the pharmacy for a certain pill. Now, with one free call, you can find out how Herbal Virility Max can help you feel like a man again. For over a decade, Herbal Virility Max has helped guys just like you put a smile back on their face with improved performance and drive. Call today and ask about our buy one, get one free offer. 800-761-9334. That's 800-761-9334. I joined the Army because my father and my brother were in the Army. I thought I'd better join before I got drafted. Son, uh, there ain't no draft no more. There was one? Tittle always goes commando. All right. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. 1-800-878-PLAY. Chris is in Oakland. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Rick. Thanks for 
uh, always sharing that you're going commando, man. That's really good stuff to uh, to let it know. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rick, it's uh, it's big game week. Uh, I know no one's talking about it because three and seven Cal versus three and seven Stanford. Did you see the documentary on the uh, band is on the field? Did you see the ESPN thing? Uh, I saw that it was made. I haven't watched it yet. No. Yeah, phenomenal, and it, it gives a good uh, good perspective, great perspective from both sides, in, in my opinion. I'm a, obviously I'm a Cal guy. But, it, you know, again, man, we're not college football territory out here in California, right? It's a pro area, and we had two pro football teams for numerous years, and, yeah, I saw they didn't. Hey, okay, different question. How come the Raiders game wasn't on Sunday? Why, why did the, the, the Dallas and uh, Green Bay game trump them? Because you know all that, that uh, television stuff. It's because there were it was a one-win team facing a two-win team, and – at first, I thought, well, I guess they thought they'd get a better number with something else. But I mean, because it was on in Northern California and Sacramento and everywhere else, I, I think what it was, and this is wait, just wait, wait. the Raider game was in Sacramento. It was in Sacramento. Really? Yeah, it was all. It was just wow. the Bay Area didn't have it. You go to Vallejo, you cross the the Carquinez Bridge, you could see it. But the thing that I think is interesting is I think the NFL wants Raider fans to buy the uh, the season ticket, whatever that thing is called you know, for out-of-market games. I think that's what they're trying to do with that. That's just me. I mean, so, you know, you know, as, you know, I had season tickets for 23 years. You know, for the first, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14 years, when the Raiders didn't sell out the Coliseum, they wouldn't show the game locally, right? And that was the big thing, and they kind of switched it to, like, let them, let them do it. Mm-hmm. And it just, um, the fact that they're not, I mean, again, you know, I, I, I get it when the Niners are playing because that's a local team. Mm-hmm. They'll show the Niner game, but to not do the, you know, to have to lose out to Green Bay, Dallas. I mean, yeah, technically it may be a, been a better game, but, you know, there's, again, 95% of my friends are still Raider fans. I'm not. But, you know, you think they would show the Raider game here. No one I know outside of me and Charlie is more fascinated and is a bigger Raider fan than you. <laughs> <laughs> that's just a fact. Yeah, so Josh Allen, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that's just uh, what a what a disaster. And, and I heard your comments yesterday, a little bit on Carr and just crying. Josh McDaniels. Josh, what did I say? Josh Allen. Yeah, yeah. Josh McDaniels. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. sorry. Yeah, and he, and again, you know, uh, Mark Davis isn't cutting him because again, whatever he says, he's still paying Gruden money, and he's mm-hmm. got to pay. Would have to pay him. You know, the four year contract with him, and then you have to hire a third guy. And he's this guy's not like Jeff Bezos or, you know. One of these guys a lot of money to throw around, so he's going to stick with uh, Josh McDaniels. But do you think McDaniels is going to turn around for next year, or do you think he's and and, and then, so I, I'm sorry, I guess everyone's saying that Carr's out next year unless he just has a miraculous turnaround this this uh, last you know eight games or whatever it is. Well, I it just if you think about all the drop passes and all the the stupidity on on, on defense and the the dumb going for it on fourth down and and fake punts, I think Carr on the blame list is probably eighth. Out of ten, and I just think about <laughs> you know I, 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 he's not perfect. There's no doubt he's not perfect, but I can think of I mean, like nine years. Nine I, I can years think of six or six or seven other things that are way worse. I think I think people forgot what it was like with Charlie Fry and Jason Campbell and Bruce Gradkowski. I mean, I'll go down the list. It's almost like the, the that shirt that the Browns had. We finally have a guy that can go to a Pro Bowl, and we went 12-4 and four when we actually played some defense with him until he broke his leg. So right. I'm all for improving the team. If you have somebody better than Carr, 
then bring them in. But to say, well, here's C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young, it's like it, yeah. I, I'm just I, I just refuse to think that those guys will be better than Carr right off the bat. Maybe they would, but I just to, to me, as much as Carr is frustrates me. Uh, to say that he's the main problem is like, are you watching the games and seeing all the drop passes and everything else? Well, it looks like Devontae Adams is, and again, I'm not watching the games. You know, I'm not a Raider fan anymore, but it looks like Devontae Adams having a great season, more or less, when, they're, when they throw to him. Uh, but nine, what, nine receptions, he had a touchdown, and he's looking good. I mean, you know, and it's just, but you had Waller that was out. You had um, uh, the other guy, Renfro. Renfro was out, too, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, the two big receivers and just... Um, yeah, it's rough stuff. But anyway, back to back to <laughs> the Cal Stanford stuff. That uh, that documentary is phenomenal. You know, again, it's very localized. So if you're like in North Dakota, you probably could care less about Cal Stanford to play 40 years ago. But for an, for a Bay Area guy, you know, this was pretty good. And they, you know, and, and it's funny that John Elway did not want to be interviewed for the show. It's, I mean, they make a big point of that at the end of the, the program. But it it does. I think you know Ron Rivera, who won last night against uh, you know against Philly. You know he was uh, he was linebacker on that Cal team. You know, and um, it's it, I, in my perspective. Again, I was ten years old at the time. I didn't go to the game, but I listened to the game on the radio at my grandmother's house in the Oakland or uh, uh, down by Lake Merritt. And it just was such a phenomenal event in Cal Stanford history. And this documentary rolls out real, a lot of perspectives from the Stanford band. And also a lot of Cal players and Stanford players. I think they give a balanced perspective on kind of what it was. And again, in my perspective, if this happened today with review and all that stuff, I mean, the the, the running back, you know, he kind of laughs about it too, right? I guess it's a running back that like he's the guy that gets tackled the third the third lateral and he kind of goes down and then he kind of just throws it out. Probably his knee was on the ground and he kind of laughs about, hey, you know, it's like if you, if you interview Franco Harris. You know, without anybody around, he would probably say, "Yeah, I was." You know, that that ball hit the ground on the immaculate reception. But again, the refs were too scared, you know, in the immaculate reception to call, you know, to overturn the Pittsburgh thing. I think that's what happened at Cal. You know, there's so many Cal fans that were just like yelling and stuff. I think the refs were just like, "Hey, we're giving it to Cal," and that's a, you know, I'm a Cal guy talking, so mm. that's my perspective. But yeah, it was just a, it was a great moment in Cal history. But you know, unfortunately, it's like. Last night, you know, I went to the Warrior game last night, and Run TMC was doing the, the play-by-play, right? And, again, for 40 years, we had nothing. And Run TMC, they only made it to the second round, but yet these were our guys, right? And just, you know, <clears throat> it's, it's funny kind of how, you know, when you're not at the top of the pinnacle stuff, you just kind of take, take what you can. And Run TMC was great. We all loved them, but they never got past second round. And these, you know, we got the, you know, in the '87 we get, you know, Sleepy Floyd has his one great game against Lakers. That's great, mm-hmm. but the Lakers, you know, <laughs> beat us four-one and went on to win the championship. So, you know, it's just kind of frustrating. But uh, yeah, Warriors looked good last night. Uh, all around play. Um, I'll be there Friday against the Knicks. Um, we'll probably beat those guys too. So wow. anyway. All right, good stuff, Chris. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Rick. There he is. Let's go to uh, Houston, Texas. Do we have Christian? Yes, Mr. Tittle. What's How up? are you? What's up, buddy? Uh, nothing much other than that dial tone was basically giving me migraines. I thought it was when I heard a hornet or something waiting for that call to drop. <laughs> you were getting a dial tone? Well, not really dial tone, more like a buzzing tone. Oh, I'm sorry. Our our equipment around here is uh, super lame sometimes, so sorry about that. Yeah, 
it's okay, it's okay. But still, though, I know you're short on time and you got a stack final hour, cheap plug. But still, though, I just wanted to ask about the game that happened last night with the Commanders and the Eagles. And with the fact that there are no undefeated teams left in the NFL, mm-hmm. I mean, do you think that the Eagles, Buccaneers, and maybe the Vikings have, I mean, really have it out to win the in a, well, really have it out as a three-way tie to win the NFC, and does the same bold true for the Chiefs, Titans, and uh, whoever comes out of the AFC East, so to speak? Well, I mean, it's we're only at the halfway point. So, I mean, I, I still think Buffalo is better than Miami, even though Miami has a better record. Uh, Baltimore is such a Jekyll and Hyde team at times. Uh, Tennessee, I have no belief in any team coming out of the South. Yes, Kansas City. Kansas City is a player, but you know it's interesting that the Giants are only a game behind Philly, and I, I really don't believe in the Giants whatsoever. Minnesota, you mentioned I like, but at the NFC South is going to be a non-factor. I think a lame team is going to win that one. And then, lo and behold, the Seahawks. What do you mean, like the Buccaneers? Yeah, they're five and five. They don't. They're not going to do anything. And then in the NFC West, the Seahawks are in first place. It's like what? That's another really uh, disappointing uh, division. So I I don't think anybody has really taken a complete stranglehold of the NFL just yet. I see, and I can understand that. And by the way, one more thing I want to add. And I know this has probably been all over the news wire over the last 48 or so hours. It's been on the little news block that comes on before your show or any other show on this network over the last 24 hours. When it comes down to the passing of those three souls that were a part of the University of Virginia football team, do you think that it would be right for Virginia to... I don't know. It's not cancel the season. Maybe play the rest of the season in honor of those three. Uh, they definitely shouldn't play a, a Saturday. I don't think. Um, I, I don't. Uh, but you, you know, on the other hand, do you, I, don't, I wouldn't cancel the whole season either. That's something for them to. It's just beyond horrific. It's beyond uh, horrifying. Uh, what happened there? Um, I just. I can't even imagine it. So, yeah. I mean, I think. I, I don't know what the story was um, because, you know, it happened on a Sunday, so they have a full week to think about it. I just I don't think that team would be emotionally ready to play, and, and maybe they won't play the rest of the year. But then again, as you said, in, in honor of them to, to keep playing, I, I don't know one way or another, but I would definitely think they're not going to play this weekend, though. I mean, of course they wouldn't because of the fact that the thing would still be fresh in their mind. And, you know, trying to distract from that would probably be a moot point, right? It's going to be fresh in their minds the rest of their lives, unfortunately. I just, I just don't see how you get past something like that. Understood. Understood. Yeah. And, you know, what? come to think of it, I would basically ask this. I mean, this kind of reminds me of the fact that this weekend, this past weekend, Mark, 40 years since the most violent weekend in boxing history. And I know you don't really talk about boxing all that much. Obviously, Taco Man Pedro Fernandez does. 
but do you think that after the events 40 years ago of Arguello versus Pryor and Dudu Kim versus Ray Mancini, that boxing has been safer or more dangerous in the 40 years since that happened? That's a great question. Um, I mean, obviously, in the Olympics, they just count touches with the whites of your gloves. Golden gloves, you can still wear headgear. Um, I, I would probably think they're more apt to throw in the towel from the corner or the referee to cancel. I would probably think maybe a little bit more safer than the old days, but I don't know. But, hey, Christian, i got to run, man. Thank you so much for the call. Hey, thanks for having me on. I hope you enjoy the rest of your stat show, and I'll talk to you on social media until then, at Rick Tittle. It's been fun. All right, thank you, Chris and Christian, on that segment at 1-800-878-PLAY. Come on back. Medicare and do you use a CPAP machine? This is a national health care alert regarding your CPAP supplies. Using a clean CPAP mask and clean supplies is important to staying healthy. The best way to make sure your CPAP equipment is clean is to get new supplies. If you have Medicare, we have great news. Medicare will pay for you to have new clean supplies every 90 days. We'll even do all the paperwork for you to make sure that there's little to no out-of-pocket cost to you. And you don't even have to leave your home. We provide free in-home delivery. So if you're a CPAP user and you have Medicare, staying healthy with new CPAP equipment is easy. Just make this free phone call right now to get started. Sponsored by Specialty Medical. 800-913-9739. 800-913-9739. That's 800-913-9739. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Remember in the beginning, when you first started to build a life for you and your family, you never imagined it would come to this. Instead of living your dreams, you're living with debt. In fact, it's smothering you. Now there's a way you can take back control with one simple call. If you owe $10,000 or more in credit card debt, you qualify to receive a free, no-obligation consultation on how to get rid of that debt for good. 
Call the Debt Helpline now. We work on your behalf to reduce your debt. We specialize in credit cards, retail store cards, and medical bills. One simple call is all it takes to get the ball rolling to a debt-free life. Stop living with debt and start living your dreams. Call the Debt Helpline now. 800-943-2153. 800-943-2153. That's 800-943-2153. Uh, what kind of music do you usually have here? Oh, we got both kinds. We got country and western. Tittle ate 200 chicken wings at your mama's house last night. Now, back to Fat Boy. All right, we have our rookies of the year in the American League. Julio Rodriguez of the Mariners in the National League. Michael Harris of the Braves, two center fielders. Julio Rodriguez was a no-brainer. The youngest American League player to hit 21 home runs as a rook uh, since Mike Trout 10 years ago. 10 years ago, wow. Michael Harris, the first National League player to hit 20 home runs and steal 30 bags in his rookie season. Uh, In the American League, second place was Adley Rushman of the Orioles. He got one first-place vote out of 30. Stephen Kwan, Bobby Wood Jr., Jeremy Pena, and then George Kirby. Jeremy Pena has his American League Championship Series Most Valuable Player and his World Series Most Valuable Player award as well, so I think he'll be okay. Spencer Strider got eight first-place votes against his teammate, Michael Harris, who got 22. Brendan Donovan of the Cards was third, and then Jake McCarthy of the D-backs, Alexis Diaz of the Reds, Nick Lodolo of the Reds, and O'Neill Cruz of the Pirates, who came on late. A lot of you might say, Alexis Diaz and Nick Lodolo? Yeah, they play in Cincinnati, so that's why, maybe. And Harris, by the way, started the season at double A. So that's pretty cool that he was able to do that. All right. We got another hour to go. We will come on back on Sports Byline. USA Radio News with Tim. Millions of Americans are bracing for an early winter as a storm system is dumping snow on people across 20 states. The storms will stretch from Texas to Illinois and bring some areas the first snowfall of the season. Coast may also see heavy rain, large hail, and tornadoes. As lawmakers return to Capitol Hill, of the House of Representatives, 
lives remains in question. Control of the House is still alone one week after the elections officially ended. Republicans are poised to take control, putting some form of balance on federal lawmakers. Thirteen House seats are still unknown. One is needed for Republicans to become the House majority. From the West Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Lance Pry. The House Committee on Homeland Security is holding a hearing on worldwide threats to the homeland. Louisiana Congressman Clay Higgins asks Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas if he's suppressed evidence presented by Customs and Border Protection agents about the southern border. If you're an honorable man, and obviously you should be able to say no to that. Who would suppress exculpatory evidence? Is your answer no? I don't even know what you're referring to, Congressman. You will. Republicans on Capitol Hill continuing to put the heat on Mayorkas to resign. The producer price index in October climbed to 8% on a 12-month basis, according to the Labor Department. That market eased slightly from September's revised 8.4% and was down sharply from the 11.7% increase in March the highest since records began in 2010. It's expected to be busy around Cape Canaveral, Florida tonight. The Artemis One launch is set to take place in a two-hour window that opens at 1.04 a.m. Wednesday. Launch conditions are 90% go. USA Radio News. Paid for by government.com. The 1878 to 1921 Morgan Silver Dollar, a true American classic and one of the most iconic silver dollar coins in history. It's been 100 years since the last Morgan Silver Dollar coin was struck for circulation. And now, for a limited time only, full pound bags of original U.S. government struck Morgan dollars are being released to the public. That's right. You can own a full pound of 1878 to 1921 classic American Morgan Silver Dollar coins, all in very good collector condition with fully visible dates and mint marks. Guaranteed. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure collector grade U.S. Morgan Silver Dollars by the pound. Struck during the Wild West and the Gilded Age. Plus, receive a bonus American Collector's Pack valued at over $25, free with every order. Call 1-800-473-1745 now to secure your full pound bag of Morgan Silver before they are gone. 1-800-473-1745. That's 1-800-473-1745. Ford Motor Company says production of their next-generation pickup is underway at a third factory in their global operations. The automaker invested $1 billion in a South African facility to build the new truck. Officials say this plant joins two others in currently producing the Ranger. Ford plans on beginning production in the United States and Argentina in 2023. Airlines across the nation are being told to pay up. Six airlines, Frontier being... American-based company have been ordered to pay as much as $622 million in refunds to U.S. passengers who had flights canceled and in some cases delayed for many hours. But other domestic carriers get significant complaints while steering passengers refunds, says Bill McGee, airline expert for American Communities Project. There were tens of thousands of flights that were scheduled and were put in reservation systems. And worst of all, the airlines collected money on, which is a form of deception, when they had reasonable doubt that they were going to be able to operate those flights. They put flights in, in, in reservation systems when they didn't have the pilots to fly them. From the Gulf Coast USA Radio News Bureau, I'm Tony Marusso. Walmart is agreeing to a big settlement in regards to the nation's opioid crisis. It's worth more than $3 billion. New York Attorney General Alita James says the settlement comes as Walmart stores were not focused on regulating opioid prescriptions. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg. 
Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Everyone watches more than five hours of television. Really? And that's not counting mobile viewing. Get Dish TV and make that time worth it. With Dish, you can get hundreds of channels, access to all kinds of sports, tons of movies, premium channels, and more. Another thing that's really cool with Dish is you can watch most of your favorite shows on your mobile device anywhere for a lot less than cable. Yes, that's right. We are asking you to watch more TV and not less TV, but make it better television with Dish this time, anytime, anywhere. So so call right now and learn how easy it is to save on your television bill and get the most out of your TV viewing experience. Dial that number and I promise you we're here waiting for your call because we want to save you money and give you better television. We are Dish TV. 800-293-0328. 800-293-0328. That's 800-293-0328. Rick Tittle knows his sports. I hate that guy. I love that guy. Oh my gosh, he's so fine. Rick Tittle brings home the bacon, fries it up in a pan, and then he eats it. Ricky T in the hizzle for shizzle, biznatch. Thank you for that. Welcome back to the show. Hour three underway. We're going to have pro wagering with J.D. Sharp. Janie Hendricks will talk about the book Jimmy. I think we know who she's talking about there. Best guitarist of all time. And they'll also have the beautiful and talented actress Isadora Ortega. How dare you call her beautiful. Jim Ursay uh, is doing a little victory lap after everybody called him stupid for hiring Jeff Saturday and Bill Cower going on national TV calling it a disgrace to the pro- profession, he tweeted out, All you critics, you criticize all of us in the NFL for losing. When we make moves to win, you act so righteous. Who you crapping? Just win, baby. Who you crapping? What does that even mean? Um, well, apparently, who you crap in is in reference to a former Chicago sports talk radio show with a who you crap in segment that would lampoon sports figures, and one of them was Ursay. So, is that a critique of the show? Is it a shout out? Probably not a shout out. So, that's why he threw that in. Uh, out here, uh, we don't know what that is, it had to be explained to me. But then before he got on his private plane in Las Vegas, he did another, standing right by his plane on the tarmac, about to get on, had another video. It's all good for him. And uh, this is the guy, of course, who started Deflategate. Uh, They don't like him in New England, to say the least. (laughs) He's also the guy that was arrested for taking uh, illegal pills. Uh, Did he lose the team? Uh, No. 
Of course, he's not going to lose his team over that. All right, 1-800-878-PLAY, uh, TuneIn app, iHeartRadio app, Stitcher app. Also on Twitch.tv, there I am on the high-def cameras. You can check me out that way uh, as well. Also, CRN Digital Plus 2, the cable radio network channel 2 and your cable provider is another way as well. Sportsbyline.com as we stream along. Emails rick at sportsbyline.com. Come on back. This is Staples. So rumor has it that Staples has everything I need to ship. That's not a rumor. We have all the shipping supplies and services you need. Boxes? Yep. Mailers? Yep. And I can actually ship there, right? We have UPS right here in store. What will Staples think of next? (laughs) Right? No, seriously, I'm asking, what what, what will they think of next? Staples has all your shipping supplies and UPS service in store. And right now, get 25% off UPS Express shipping services. Staples, the best-kept secret in shipping. Ends 1231. Valid only in Staples U.S. stores. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you. We hold your hand throughout the entire production process. We'll create an audiobook that you can be proud of. It doesn't cost or take as much time as you may think. In fact, for us, it's pretty easy. It's what we do. If you've got a published print book, ebook, or even a manuscript, give Audiobook Network a call right now and get our free audiobook guide. 800 514 0521. 800 514 0521. That's 800 514 0521. Do you want to know the secret to putting extra money back in your pocket? Then switch your car insurance. And now you can make one phone call and shop dozens of insurance companies. Just like buying airline tickets where it's easy to make one call that has all the best deals. We have great deals with most of the major top-rated insurance companies. We are your superstore for car insurance. We've switched people from their expensive car insurance plans and saved them hundreds of dollars a year. If you think you're paying too much for your car insurance, call now. It's easy to switch, and in five minutes, yes, just five minutes, you'll learn how much money you can save on your car insurance. Save yourself some money this year. Call now for your car insurance. Call e-insurance now for your free car insurance quote. 800-298-9093. 800-298-9093. That's 800-298-9093. Dancing crew. Trip for two. Nail the final interview. Game with Doug. Brand new mug. Come here, kid. Give me a hug. The more you want to do, the more we want to do. Boosters designed for COVID-19 variants are now available. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster appointment as soon as you're eligible. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Genius. The best show ever. He's so wonderful. Titillating sports with Rick Tittle. Rick Tittle is a key so handsome. He's a genius. 
coming up next, Rick Tittle. All right, thank you for that. It's time to check in with J.D. Sharp of Pro Wagering. J.D., I said it Friday. I said it yesterday. Washington Commanders. I didn't like that 11 points, and I hit it, baby. Absolutely, you did. And yesterday on the show, I outright called the winner there. I said the Commanders. It's really it's really hard for me not to call them the Redskins. It's really tough for me. To yeah, do it. it'll take I a while. Commanders. Uh, it's, it's just it's just difficult for me. I, I don't know. We'll see. You know, I guess I guess we'll see who buys the team and maybe they change the name. But I, I did say that they would win the game outright. And on my TikTok that at Sharp Betting, I released money line plus four hundred and the spread. The spread was only two units. Should have been about four. That's just not a great matchup for Philadelphia. And and believe it or not, the Redskins not having Holcomb and not having Mayo was kind of a positive because Nate Gary, who used to play for the Eagles, who's one of the most athletic linebackers in the NFL, not the smartest guy, uh, been known for a lot of uh, personal fouls and, and, and late hits, etc. but he actually added a nice combination of speed to that defense. And I just thought the Redskins, uh, the Commanders, I just thought they just looked a lot hungrier. And Taylor Heineke, he can make all the throws. He does, I mean, yeah, the, the first sack when Sweat, when Sweat sacked him and they got the ball back, the Eagles got it like a 25 and they scored almost instantly. Yeah, that wasn't a good look. And if you were watching the game at that point, first of all, you could have got them live, like plus 19, and gotten great odds on that and probably same with the money line. But that the average person who was watching the game at that point maybe thought they could have won by 40 points. But with a healthy Gibson and a healthy Robinson, I'm sure you saw that run where Robinson – he carried like five eagles for five yards, almost into the end zone. That was pretty impressive. And then uh, you know Terry McLaurin, Samuel, uh, Deami Brown, all those, all those what Jahan Dotson, all those wide receivers that 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 four wide receivers that they have, they all played really well. And McLaurin, in my opinion, runs some of the smoothest routes. He made Darius Slay just stand up straight on a couple of his slants. And Heineke, the ball was always on the money. He's not the biggest guy, but he's he's got a decent arm. He's very athletic, and he's just a fighter. I mean, they just wanted that game that much more, and it was very obvious at that point. And uh, the coolest thing was, before the game, they had that giant flag introduction, that flag that, that was like the entire stadium. And it's the, whole theme of the, the whole theme of the day, just, it just led to me to, to being a, a Washington Commanders victory, and it was. You know, the 4-5 and five Commanders end up taking down the 8-0 and oh Philadelphia Eagles in Philadelphia, and really the game, they could have won the game by 20 or 30. I thought that a couple of penalties went against the commanders, like that pass interference call that led to the first touchdown or the second touchdown. I thought that that was, was pretty unreasonable. But, yeah, the, the, they, they just played outstanding. And, and I think they're going to get a lot better because they've still got Chase Young coming back next week or the week after. And if they can stay healthy offensively, the offensive line's not great. They, they're, they don't have a ton of talent there. If they had a really great left tackle, they'd even be better. But you're going to have a – I don't see really any NFL team being able to match up with that combination of wide receivers with McLaurin and Samuel and Dotson and Brown and with Heineke who can run and then the, the two running backs who both do different things, Robinson the bruiser and Gibson who's the, the receiving threat out of the backfield. I think that they, they've really got a chance if Young plays well to make the playoffs this year, Rick. Let's talk about Thursday, uh, Packers at Lambeau against Titans. And the Packers, I thought that Cowboy game was done and dusted, and I stopped paying attention to it, and I was kind of shocked to see Green Bay ended up winning that in uh, overtime. The Titans are one of those quiet teams that will probably make the playoffs, but I don't think we're expecting a whole heck of a lot of them. Last year, if it wasn't for 
Tannehill's boneheaded picks, they would have probably gone on instead of Cincinnati. So what do you think about right. Packers hosting Titans? Well, you've got the four and six Green Bay Packers against the five and four. I'm sorry, six and three. You want to say Titans? I I think the spread's minus two and a half. Maybe it's three now. I liked what I saw to Christian Watson. You know, say what you want about Aaron Rodgers. He hasn't had obviously Devontae Adams, but he's actually been relatively accurate this year. Even before last game, where he had the three touchdowns to Watson, he was he was hitting 67 percent of his passes. He had 14 touchdowns and seven interceptions. So he's not really giving the ball up. They still have a really strong offensive line. They have very good running backs with Jones and Dylan, and they both do different things. And defensively, Jair Alexander is the, the number one cover cornerback in the NFL. If they can get Rashawn Gary back, who I think is probably the most talented pass rusher in the NFL, guy played at Michigan four years ago. It's about six five, two ninety. He runs like a four five five or just something insane. But he has seven or he has six sacks, and, and he got hurt a couple weeks ago. But if they get him back. I think that the Packers will win that game going away. So I haven't made my play yet, but I'm not impressed with Tannehill. Uh, they have no one to throw the ball to. It's not Robert Woods. It's not Nick Westbrook. He, 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 uh, I think it's I-H-I-N-E. I can't really pronounce his name. Uh, and then, you know, Henry Henry could, could get his yards, but I think the combination of just what, what the Packers have offensively and defensively is going to uh, is, is going to take him over the top in that game. What were you going to say? No, I was just going to say, you know, there are a lot of people that Bill Cowher, Joe Thomas, and others calling Jeff Saturday's hire a disgrace, and and of course then they win, and now Ursay's doing a victory lap over the whole thing. Uh, what right. are your thought? What are your thoughts about a guy coming off the street being a head coach? Are you cool with it? Do you care? I, for me, I don't care one way or another. But some people are all bent out of shape. What do you think? Well, I think it's good for the franchise. He played center. He's, he's the guy that snapped the ball to Peyton Manning. He obviously understands football. He's gave great commentary. I'm not, not even, not even as a commentator, but even just on his Twitter page for, for quite some time. So he really understands the game. He, he played with some of the best that have ever played the game. Um, I think that the base really appreciates it. I, I think that the, the, the base thought it was the right move. And, you know, he played Matt Ryan and Matt Ryan played really well. He was like 21 of 28. Mm-hmm. You saw that run that Jonathan Taylor made where it looked like he ran like a 4-2-5 to me. I didn't know he was that fast. That 70-yard touchdown run, that was like Bo Jackson's speed. When I, when I saw that, I was shocked he was that fast. But they still have a lot of talent um, offensively, and they've still got Stephon Gilmore, Quiddy Pay, DeForest Buckner when he's healthy. I think Shaquille Leonard's out for the year, but Bobby Okereke. So I, I, I don't mind the move. I, I think that you bring in a guy that the base understands who really, who really knows the game of football. And that's, and that's really what a coach should be all about. I mean, experience or no experience, if, if the guy can produce, then let him produce. Right now, Minnesota plays Philadelphia, both 8-1. and one. Who, who would you take there? Right now, I would take Minnesota. Yep. And they lost 24-7. But Hawkinson, we talked about this when, it, when that move was made. That was a dumb move by the Lions, in my opinion. But it was the perfect move for the Vikings because now you've got Justin Jefferson, who is obviously an elite wide receiver. The catch he made last week against the Bills yeah. was unbelievable. And now Cousins. Cousins, he's a very cerebral, very intelligent quarterback. Doesn't have a huge arm, but has a good enough arm. When he has enough weapons, he's, he's not going to take those sacks. He's not going to throw those interceptions. Now he has four or five weapons that he can consistently throw the ball to and a very good 
offensive line. Defensively, Patrick Peterson's played really well. Remember, he was he was like the cornerback for five or six years with Arizona. He's playing really well. Harrison Smith's having a good season. They got Zadarius Smith, who came from the Packers, who's got eight or nine sacks as well. So, yeah, I would take the Vikings in that matchup at this point. And as we leave, tell us, we got about a minute, pro-wagering, how do we get in contact? Okay, so pro-wagering, we are developing products, information, and services that help a sports better mitigate their risk or improve at sports betting. And we're about to release a handicapping service called Don't Win, Don't Pay, which is the handicapping service where you never pay up front for picks. You only pay after you win for picks. And it works like this. Every pick, you sign up for free. Every pick is between 5 and $20, never less, never more. And every handicapper sets a price to the picks. You choose X amount of picks over the course of a week and you pay at the end of the week on the net wins of those picks related to the five to twenty dollar price. And if you and if that if that number is not a winning number, you pay nothing. It is the future of handicapping. It makes the most sense for the user and for the handicapper and you are never going out of pocket three hundred to a thousand to five hundred bucks up front to get picks and you can choose picks whenever you want to from any handicapper you want to. And if you choose picks from multiple handicappers, you'll get invoices for each handicapper for the picks that you bought. There he is, J.D. Sharp from Pro Wagering. Good stuff as always. We'll talk later, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Rick. All right, I'm Rick Tittle. We will come on back on the other side with Janie Hendricks. has passed away due to COVID-19. Pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-4086. 800-918-4086. That's 800-918-4086. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is. That's because you still lose bone density with traditional calcium supplements. That's where calcium from algae comes in. Algae Cal Plus doesn't just stop bone loss. It's the only supplement ever shown to increase bone density in clinical studies. That's right. Algae Cal Plus increases bone density, even if you're in your 80s. That's because your bones need more than just calcium and vitamin D to stay strong. There are actually 13 minerals and 3 vitamins needed to build healthy new bones. And Algae Cal Plus contains all of them, and it's proudly made in the USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now. 800-437-8217. 800-437-8217. 
800-437-8217. That's 800-437-8217. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. 800-725-1651. 800-725-1651. That's 800-725-1651. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. It doesn't really matter. I, uh, I don't like my job, and uh, I don't think I'm going to go anymore. Tittle thinks there's a direct correlation between dogs and lightning. Welcome back to the show. Rick Tittle with you, nationally syndicated out of San Francisco and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network. It's our pleasure to welcome to the show Janie Hendricks, co-author of the book Jimmy, the official 80th birthday edition, timed to would have been Jimmy Hendricks's 80th birthday. This book is from Chronicle Chroma. And uh, Janie, uh, Jimmy, your brother, this was a real labor of love for you, wasn't it? Yes, definitely. Um, My dad, growing up, used to save everything that Jimmy drew, wrote. So a lot of that is in the book, found in the book. And we're very fortunate to have a lot of friends um, that have collected a lot of paper, uh, whether it be handbills or handwritten lyrics, which we were also able to include in the book as well. So uh, as the years have gone by, um, has your perspective changed about just how much uh, influence he had? Or is it, uh, I mean, what, what, what's it been like? How, how, how has the perspective changed and, or stayed the same throughout the years? <laughs> well, first of all, he'll always be my big brother, even though now I'm probably over twice his age. Um, but that will always remain the same, that he'll be my big brother. I think what's changed is, yes, my perspective, because, you know, I was nine years old when he passed away, so I looked at him with child eyes, and through the years, I have grown to learn how much of a force he was in this world, and what a genius he was, and his prophetic lyrics, I'm not saying necessarily he's a prophet, but he definitely had prophetic lyrics that really not only were the soundtrack of my life, but also kind of my guide through this, this crazy world, even though it 
he was only um, around for 27 years, and four years was really put into his music and his songwriting. I feel like there was so much of a message of love um, to all of us, and that's what his goal was for us to just hear his music and understand him for who he was and this crazy world that we live in. When you think about... um you know, the things that get misunderstood or things that become part of legend or lore that maybe have been embellished. Is there anything that is sort of a de facto, like, assumed fact about him that you want dispelled, and then conversely something that people don't know about that they really should know about Jimmy? Sure. So, well, one thing is, um, Jimmy was ambidextrous. So though he played guitar left-handed he wrote right-handed mm-hmm. um, I don't think a lot of people realize that and um, the big the big thing that really bothered our family the most was that Jimmy died of a drug overdose which he did not he died of asphyxiation and he didn't do heroin he didn't do needles there were no track marks anywhere on him I'm not saying he didn't do drugs it was the 60s and sure there was you know acid and mind-altering Um, drugs that he experimented with, but he never did heroin and he didn't die of an overdose. So in London, he, he, he choked on his vomit. Is that what happened? Yes. Asphyxiation. He had some sleeping pills. They never were determined. Um, I know what the rumors were that he took nine. There was nine missing out of the, um, container, but that doesn't necessarily mean that Jimmy took them. That was not the amount that was found in his system. Um, the coroner report stated that he wouldn't have died of the sleeping pills, nor would he have died of the wine that he drank, but it was the mixture of the two. And when they did that, he vomited and he was sleeping on his back and before he choked in his sleep. You know, back in, in those days, uh, of course, everybody had to serve. And, and I know at one point they were trying to put him into the Screaming Eagles, uh, the 101st Airborne. Uh, what was that all about? Okay, so um, like most teenagers, Jimmy got, he was hanging with the wrong crowd and his friends decided to take a car and go joyriding. Um, he was there. He wasn't the one that did it, but, you know, still he was an accomplice. So the courts gave him a choice of either serving time or, or going to the, go join the army because he was going to be drafted regardless. And so he went to the recruiting station and he saw the 101st uh, Eagle patch and he thought they were amazing and he wanted to know, how do you get that? And they said, well, if you're drafted, you won't be able to choose where you want to go. But if you join, then you can join the 101st Airborne, you can be a paratrooper, and you can wear the patch. And he was very proud of that. In fact, in one of his um, postcards that are in the book, he has taken pictures of other paratroopers, and he really enjoyed jumping from planes. And of course, everything being part of our journey, the sounds that he heard in those jumps are found in a lot of his songs up from the skies is one of them um just he tried to recreate some of the sounds that he heard in the jump he sorry there i lost my mic there for a second after he got out of the army um and uh the time he spent in fort campbell clarksville tennessee watching some of those great 
you know, anonymous uh, to, to the, you know, American psyche at the time, but these guitarists playing with their teeth and all that, that's when he was getting the idea to, to do that as a showman, right? Yeah, the chilling circuit. So he, um, when he was in, down in the South, he would play with various bands, just trying to learn his own chops and, you know, eyes bright and wide open and taking in everything that he could. Because his goal was not just to be a side man, but to be a front person and to have his own band. And so he did succeed at that. And he far surpassed that because he still, to this day, is the greatest guitarist that ever lived. You know, a lot of people were revisiting that disastrous uh, Woodstock the second time around, but you go back to the original Woodstock, and at that time, was Jimmy the highest-paid rock musician on the planet? That's what the rumors were, yes. Um, He was the highest-paid at that time, and unfortunately... That was why they didn't let him play in the Summer of Soul because he was already signed up for Woodstock. And although he said that he would do the Summer of Soul for free, um, speaking with Questlove, Amir Thompson, who's a friend of mine, he's like, you know, we all missed out on not having Jimmy as part of that Harlem concert. It would have been amazing. But yes, for Woodstock, he was the highest paid. And then in this book, some of the personal items that you put in, stuff that no one else has access to. Uh, tell us a little bit more, please. Well, like I said, a lot of it was just things that my dad saved, drawings and hand handwritings, and we found handwritten lyrics when we ended up getting our rights back. And then other items were from various friends that just collect memorabilia, and they let us use um, copies of those pieces. I think that it's like walking through a museum or really kind of like a visual journal of Jimmy's life. And what I really love about the book, there are little doodles. Jimmy loved to doodle. So when he was on the phone or just hanging out, he would have a piece of paper or pen and um, he would doodle. He would put doodles on my hands when I was a kid. <laughs> so um, there's like little hearts and arrows that you'll see that look like somebody marked up the book, but it's actually taken from various handwritings that Jimmy did. It was just like lifted off just those little doodles. And then uh, finally, when you talk to contemporaries and and, in their own right, fantastic legends like Paul McCartney and, and, you know, uh, Jeff Beck and Ron Wood. and, And even today with, you know, you think about modern rock with Dave Grohl and, what Drake does, what, what did, what did the, was there kind of a common theme for all those guys when talking about Jimi Hendrix? Well, I think, first of all, um, the artists that you first mentioned that actually knew Jimmy, um, there's just a wonderful camaraderie. Um, you know, Paul always tells a story at all his concerts of how when they recorded Sgt. Pepper and they invited Jimmy to listen, and he took a listen, and then he invited them to a speakeasy um, later on, and they came out, and after only hearing Sergeant Pepper once, he basically um, had it redone in more of a jazz way in his performance, and the Beatles all looked at each other and said, we need to go back in the studio and do it that way. Hmm. And so there's this, one, this, this wonderful camaraderie between them, and of course, because of Paul, Jimmy was able to play at the Monterey Pop Festival, which gave him 
his spotlight in the United States. And that's really what he wanted. He had made it over in Europe, which was great, but he wanted to make it in the States as well. And Paul helped that happen. Meeting Jeff was wonderful. We hung out at the Blue Plaque Ceremony uh, recently on June 10th in London. And he was just a joy to be around. I think Mm. that those musicians in that time period, the ones that kind of like held on to each other, there was just this love for music and what they did and what they they continue to create and Jimmy does too in his music. There she is, Janie Hendricks, Jimmy's sister and the co-author of Jimmy from Chronicle Chroma for the 80th birthday edition. Janie, congratulations on the book. Thanks for coming by. Thank you so much. All right, excuse me while I kiss the sky. Come on back. Festivals, football, flannels. Some say fall is their favorite time of year. And this fall, there are now updated COVID-19 booster shots designed to help protect against COVID-19 variants. If you've had your primary series, schedule an updated COVID-19 booster shot appointment as soon as you're eligible. And don't forget to enjoy the foliage. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. Has someone in your family lost a job recently and now you can't afford your mortgage payment? Or do you have a rental property and your tenants aren't paying you? We can come to the rescue and pay you cash for your home immediately. Yes, sell your home and get cash all over the phone without dealing with real estate agents or having to waste time showing your home to lukewarm buyers. You don't need to lose your house to foreclosure. If you have equity in your home, we'll buy your home and give you cash within days, all in a simple over-the-phone and virtual process. Call now before your situation gets worse. Sell a home you can't afford or just need anymore and get the cash you need today. Call this number now. 800-950-8218. 800-950-8218. That's 800-950-8218. Paid for by Want to Sell. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go. And pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 800-754-4500. 800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. Let me guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.
I'm not insightful enough to be a movie critic. Maybe I could be a food critic. These muffins taste bad. Or an art critic. That painting is bad. So disgusted by Rick Tittle that I find him very intoxicating. All right, uh, we'll get ready to get more intoxicating. Rick Tittle with you coast to coast and around the world on the American Forces Radio Network, and that's because we have the lovely and talented uh, actress, writer, producer Isadora Ortega, and she's here because she has a film premiering on December sixth called Hope Street Holiday. Isadora, welcome to the show. And uh, you think about um, multi-heritage with Afro-Latina, so many ways to touch on these different uh, cultures. How do you sort of bring it all together in this movie? Um, I feel like it represents the world, you know? That's the world that we live in. We are a representation of what our society is. We come. We have different backgrounds, and um, I have friends from many different cultures. So that's kind of what we wanted to like continue to show in the things that we do. So tell us a little bit more about the plot. What are we looking? It sounds like there's some hope. May I be so bold? <laughs> yes, <laughs> there is hope on Hope Street. Uh, that's always the plan. Uh, it's someone that is a bit lost after she has lost very important people in her life and um and she comes back home to find that joy and that um and hope and find fulfillment and find that thing that really moves her because along the way she lost it so for you with the the roots from the dominican republic and then venezuela um and I think it's interesting, too. Venezuela is the only South American country where they like baseball better than soccer. And then you think about the Dominican. You must have baseball going through your blood, right? <laughs> I do. I do. And um, this is sad because I have only been to, like, one legit game. Well, um, where do you live in New York? I the Angels play. I live in L.A. Oh. Well, you got to get over at least yes. see a Dodger game, right? Yes. Well, I, I saw... Um, I, I think it was the Angels mm-hmm. in Anaheim. Okay. Um, that was a, it was it was pretty good. I like I, I, I like I, how you said. I, I think I saw them. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was the Angels. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Um, yeah, no, I love. I, I do. I like sports. So, um, I, I, you know what was crazy? I grew up. I love them both. But then I grew up here. So I, la- I watch a lot of football and a lot of basketball, so I like contact sports. So there you go. Right. So you're a kid, you're growing up, and with your mom, you're watching those fantastically dramatic telenovelas. So oh, yeah. that got under your skin, didn't it? It did. It did. I just wanted to be all these different people. I was like, this is amazing. They get to do all of this, and they have no consequence for anything. At all. 
the good, the bad, and the ugly. So where in New York did you grow up? <clears throat> I grew up in Washington Heights in okay. Harlem. Sure. Was that 100, half and, 100 and what street? 176 and 188, and then 127th Street. 188, that's almost Vermont. Vermont? Vermont. That's almost Dykeman. <laughs> that's almost Dykeman. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. So um, I think about you coming downtown, you think about Broadway, you know, dramatic yes. dramatic arts, Susan Baston, these, these studios. What, what were you learning at that time with your craft? Um, emotional work. Uh, that place, Black Nexus, that's what it's called. Uh, it was such a, it was an, it was an amazing find because I was able to like tap into my emotional life, my depth of being able to bring my, my experiences into the work that I do. Um, and being real and being truthful to the characters that I play. Well, that's what I was going to ask you too, because in another love story, you play Miriam Ramos coming out of a toxic relationship and desperate to fall in love again. So how much do you take your own experiences with those things and bring them to Miriam? So Miriam, uh, okay, so Miriam uh, is based on a friend, um, one of my best friends from childhood who passed. Uh, so the story is based on her. Mm. Uh, I haven't had much experience in, in that uh, department, but I did a lot of research. And there's always a need that we have as human beings to be loved, to be accepted, to to be validated. So, you know, even rejections that we have in life. So I use those things, past self relationships that didn't work, and I put that emotion onto into Miriam. I want to be loved. You know, it's that necessity of, of a human beings that we have. So when you did research, did you go on the subway and go up to somebody and go, I need to be loved and then break my heart? Well, no, I had my heart broken many times, so mm. that, that's, in the, that's in there. Mm. <laughs> so that's not a problem. What do you think when these guys who break your heart, then they look up and see you on the movie screen, and it's like, too late, fella? You know, it was not meant to be. This is not, it was not their journey. So I'm, I'm super okay, and I hope that they're okay with it, too. Wow, great perspective. You should be in politics. <laughs> <laughs> couple more questions for Isadora Ortega, the new movie on December 6th called Hope Street Holiday. All right, so this, I'm going to be so bold, a Christmas movie, right? Mm-hmm. And tell us a little bit more about what's the new spin, because there are a lot of Christmas movies. So our spin is basically our background. We have we don't have Christmas movies with Afro with or five Afro-Latinas in it. Um, this has never been done. So we're telling a story from our perspective, what we do for Christmas, how we, how we deal with each other in our relationships. It's, it's, it's based on this relationship between the aunties and, and Leah, and it happens during Christmas, which we are always looking for family and, and that warm that, the season brings so it's a story that we could probably place it in different season and it will still work so now it that happens to take place in christmas so now that you're an la girl when you go back home to new york do you acclimate or do you say oh no this is way too freezing for me in december 
I'm always cold, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. So I was cold when I was there. I'm cold when it, go, it drops to like 60 here. So I, I have Caribbean blood going through my veins. So it, I just bundle up. Sweaters, hat, everything. Okay. Well, you know, I have I the... love New York. New York is just, to me, is just like when you get up the plane out of the airport, New York smells like culture and life and it's so vibrant, you know. I couldn't agree more. I'm going back in a couple of weeks. And to me, New York, London, and Paris, when I walk the streets, I feel like a rock star, even when I'm just by myself, because it's just such a cool place to be. Yes, I completely agree. So this film has been agree. very well received at film festivals so far. And when you're making a project like this, it always seems like you're doing good work, but you never really know. You could put it in front of an audience and they could just say, nah, not for me. So how rewarding is it that people like the movie? That, um, I was literally having that conversation with my director, and it's just, it feels so fulfilling to see that the world, like, we're having a premiere on the 29th, so if you're around, please come. Um, we're having a premiere on the 29th, and not a lot of people have seen it that, you know, people that we know, but to see that it's winning in Bombay, in New York, in all these places is, is very, it just makes you feel like, oh, I slept two hours, but it was worth it. So you, you, talk, you talked it's about your, your crazy uh, aunties, or Trace Tias Locas, if you want to call them that. <laughs> what, <laughs> what, and, and I know that sometimes in these, <clears throat> it's very family-oriented in that culture, and so everybody's up and in each other's business and grill, and everybody's got an opinion, and everybody's got advice for you. So how do you sort of sift through, quit nagging me, and then on the other hand, Actually, that's really good advice. First of all, there's, it, we, we have respect. Let's just go with that. Mm -hmm. So no matter what they do, we still have to respect them. And, um, and that's how I was raised. So it doesn't matter how, how outrageous they are with their comments or how much they want you to have three, four, five kids by <laughs> 25. You still have to say, yes, ma'am. <laughs> you know, and if you even think of raising your voice, hell will break loose. So, um, yeah, it's having that moment of let me sit down with myself and absorb what they're telling me so I can make a valid decision from there, I, I believe. One more question for you. When you think about maybe your favorite five minutes of this movie, something that you really want to show someone, like you got to see this part, what would that part be? my god i think i believe the moment that i'm speaking to to southerly um about her mom um is just having them like this little girl is so bright such a bright actress and it's just having that moment with her was so just it felt so natural it was just so flowing and it was so connected it was, it was a little bit heartbreaking too but it was a good heartbreak. Wow. A good heartbreak. As I said, once again, I love the perspective. Isadora Ortega, check her out. Hope Street Holiday, and it's going to be available on uh, December 6th. So make sure to, uh, to get in line and uh, check it out. Isadora, congratulations on it, and um, I'll see you up in the Heights. <laughs> 
Yes. Thank you, Rick. All right. I'm Rick Tittle. We'll take a quick break. Come on back on Sports Byline. Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-215-6812. 800-215-6812. That's 800-215-6812. Hey, Pack Rat. Yeah, you. Are you moving cross country and you just don't know who to call? Call us right now. Listen, you've probably seen one of our containers in your neighborhood. But did you know that we can help you move anywhere in the United States? It's real simple. We'll drop a container off at the location you tell us to bring it to. You pack up your valuable possessions at your leisure. They stay safe right in your home. And when you're ready, call us. We'll come and pick up the container and give you a scheduled date of when your furniture and the other possessions will be at your new home. So if you're moving across country or across town, be a pack rat. Join the pack rat family. Call pack rat right now for your free quote. See y'all later, pack rats. Call 800-569-7208. 800-569-7208. That's 800-569-7208. Here's a great way to save money on your prescription medications. If you take Viagra or Cialis, we can give you a way to pay as little as $2 a pill. Compare that to prices as high as $60 per tablet. These pills work for men and women to improve their sexual performance. And now for the price of two or three pills, you can get nearly 100. There's no need to pay expensive prices for Viagra or Cialis. Call now with your prescription and pay as little as $2 a pill. We offer 24-7 service and always free delivery and confidential packaging. Change your life for the better and have fun. Call Pharmacy Shop 24-7 to get generic versions of Viagra or Cialis for as little as $2 a pill, plus free discreet shipping. 800-709-4409. That's 800-709-4409. To me, it's like a mountain, a vast bowl of pus.
Tittle beats his servants. I'm nice to my servants, I'm telling you. All right, a couple minutes left in the show. And again, what another big shoe, really big shoe. Um, tomorrow, Black Dahlia is supposed to be in studio again. That's Julius seizure of the dwarves. So Jeff Saturday has, of course, had a lot of criticism. Joe Thomas, the former defensive lineman, said that it was disrespectful for Jim Ursay to hire one of his quote-unquote drinking buddies, Bill Cower in the Hall of Fame. Of course, we talked about that a lot, <clears throat> that he said it was a disgrace to the coaching profession. So Peter King talked to Saturday today, and he, first he said, what do you think about Joe Thomas's comments? Saturday said, quote, I had no idea he said that. I can assure you I have never gone drinking with Jim. I don't even know that Jim drinks. I don't drink very much either. I don't know Joe. I'm not worried about what Joe thinks about me or anybody else. Like I told you, the Lord will defend me. I feel like I've been called to do it, so I made the decision to do it. And no disrespect to either of those men, they are who they are, and they said what they said. It will not sway me. And so <clears throat> he was asked, well, what about Bill Cower calling you a disgrace? Saturday said, quote, here's the thing. God is my defender, man. I don't have to defend myself. I am absolutely comfortable in who I am. I respect all those guys. Whoever and whatever negative opinion, I can assure you, it's not going to change who I am or what I believe I'm called to do. I have no idea, and I still don't, how successful I'll be, but we're going to work hard at it, and I believe I can lead men and the staff. I'm excited about the opportunity. All right. Now, he did mention, of course, Aaron Boone on ESPN got the job with the Yanks. He kept pointing that out as well. But remember, he got this guy under 30 years old, Parks Frazier, the assistant quarterback coach, was the OC, and the Colts offense piled up 415 yards. Saturday said, I thought Parks did a hell of a job. That's a hard situation. And the first time doing it, to come on the road, to have all the changes that we had this week, I thought he did a great job. Parks is going to be a really good coach in this league for a long time. And Saturday concludes, if life isn't an adventure, it's not worth living. We want an adventure in our life. We want to teach our kids that. And I said, look, I've been around this game for 25 years and even more from the media. I've never heard of a player been given a job to be a head coach well we have it now he should just retire now and be undefeated <laughs> i'm rick tittle we'll see you tomorrow at 9 a.m yeah man i hope we don't have brain damage <laughs> <laughs> great way to end the show